Oh, I didn't notice you there. My shirt was undone. Welcome to 2022. Oh, Dios mío, muy caliente. <laughs> oh, so hot. <laughs> Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast from Afro Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, sexy as fuck, Adam. And today I have with me Chad Dino Spamoni. Oh, Dino Spamoni, baby. It's so hot, I'm going to have to loosen my tie. My microphone's blocking us. People can't see it. Oh, God, I'm going to loosen my tie. It's so hot. hot I'm going to unbutton the top button of my suit coat. What are the, waistcoat is what they used to call this thing. Whew. Yeah, waistcoat. It's getting nice and steamy in here. <laughs> Welcome to episode 239 on January 2nd, 2022. We're here in a new year. Look at that. Catch us on twitch.tv slash It's Sunday evenings around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. YouTube podcast services Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. We're here. It's a new year. Get used to it. <laughs> DF and Smitty's in the chat right now. Says Spumoni. <laughs> what up? He knows what's up. Uh, on Upcoming on today's show. Game of the year, baby. That's what we're talking about. I mean, it's the beginning Go of the me. year. We're going to talk about last year. Go Here's what I want to do. of all time. I've decided this right now. We have... <laughs> No, we can't. It's going to be horrible for the podcast. I wanted us to, okay. to do our best impressions of goats screaming at every single entry in our goaties. But no, we can't do that. It's going to be awful. That's going to be rough. <laughs> That's going to be rough for my voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything game of the year is going to be a big, heavy game of the year. Big old heavy, like Dino Spumoni. Uh, a classic. And 64 shooter is being revived. Good news for Dark Souls dweebs. Speaking of dweebs, we're talking about all the analytics of 2021 because I love numbers. But we'll go ahead and start with our main quest. Game of the year, 2021. Check <laughs> Jackie. So we're going to start this out. Chad, you walk us through how exactly you want to do game of the year. I have all my list prepared, but you go ahead let's, and talk to the folks how we're doing. Let's this. start at the bottom. And now mm -hmm. we'll come here. So we're, we're start starting from, the, from bottom. the bottom and then we'll get to here. Now the whole team's. Here. Yeah. Yeah, so let's start with number okay. five. So we'll go back and forth. Five, five, four, four, three, three, mm -hmm. two, two, one, one. Oh, you have five. I have twenty-one games in my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, okay, so kidding, kidding, let's kidding. do then just reverse alphabetical order, and I'll go get a snack while you talk about. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Start with five, and then we can do afterwards. We can talk like honorable mentions. I have. I don't have honorable mentions, but I have like regrets, and so mm -hmm. I'll, I can go through my list of regrets. If you have, you know your whole 21 we can talk about that too real quick though before i mean we'll talk about our regrets mm -hmm. when i started making my list again i had a big list i'm like these are games that are potential here's the categories i have them in da 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 uh because on ecg we're gonna do other categories and stuff um but there are two games that were like this is definitely going to be on something and they got cut from every single potential list including the game of your list which we're going to talk about Whoa. and i was like i was not shocked i was shocked because i put them on there i'm like they're definitely gonna make something and i was like you're out sorry bud so we'll get to just it like get in there. the ken griffey jr super nintendo game you're out that was the sound effect <laughs> that's what it sounded like on nes go ahead Number five. Number five. Okay, I'm going to preface this by saying uh, one thing. For Respawning Fire, we don't do, or traditionally haven't done, and we're not doing this year at least, we don't do a Respawning Fire game of the year. And I did 17 air quotes while I said that in case you're just listening. We don't do that because we play different things. <laughs> Stop it. I can't do this if you're just going to keep opening your shirt. Um, 
we just we'll do our individual. Hey, this is my these are my top five of the year. Adam has his top five of the year, and if you want to make up one from that, that as a listener you say, oh, I'm going to decide you all liked this game. Fine, do it. Just don't tell anybody because it's going to start a war. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to go one by one. Uh, I'm going to start with my number five. Number five game of the year for me this year. Mm. It's a little indie game on Nintendo Switch from Nintendo. And it's the opposite of indie. It's Metroid Dread. It is, for me, we we gushed about this in the review with um, Holden and, and Trevor. But it's it is the ultimate Metroid game. It has... All the best parts of every single Metroid game that's come out over the last however many decades Metroid's been around. It's the sequel people have been waiting for for 16 years. And it's all of that in just one really perfect, wonderful package. And it's also the like the most accessible place to start in the series if you're like, I've never played a 2D Metroid game. And I don't know where you are from that you sound like that, but you, mu- you probably have Her access rock. to a Nintendo Switch, and this is a great place to start. And I might even argue that this is the only one you need to play if you've never played a 2D Metroid. Like, this is the best of them. It has all the best pieces of all of them. They've all got the similar like missile launchers and all this kind of stuff, all the same upgrades. So, like, this is the the ultimate Metroid game. It has true fear in it with the Emmy bots, and uh, I think it's awesome. So, that's number five on my list for Game of the Year. I have one simple question. Yeah. Go. I have a simple question as well as as well as a symbol question. Ooh. Uh, what is the the two lines with the line through it? That's an A. Anyways, a simple question. <laughs> for how much I was talking about symbols. Come on, dude. You got it. Get there. Get there. For how much you guys like the game and listening to Raph reviews about it, everyone check out Raph reviews on Metroid Dread. How is it only number five? I would have swore that it'd been like top three for you. There were a lot of really good games this year, Adam. A lot of really That's good games. True. Uh, my list. My list says the same thing. It's like, oh boy, gotta cut that guy out. He was good. Yep. So, all right, number five though. That's good. That's still it got on the list, right? It did. It got on the list. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest. There were about five games <laughs> total. Like I made my list of five, and I was like, I don't know what else is even in consideration for game of the year. There are le- there are plenty of things that probably could have been, but we'll talk about that in regrets. But yeah, number five, Metro mm-hmm. Dread. What you got? Understandable. Yeah. Look. Go look at my doodles for other ideas. So, my number five. Number five at the bottom of the list, but they made the list, is Psychonauts 2. Oh, this yeah, was nice, nice. Another th- game we had a raft reviews on. I liked it a lot, but this was the one where I joke about having 21 games in my top five. But it was like, I when I was cutting down to that last, honestly, like the last two spots, you know, it's like there's two spots available and I still have seven games left. And I was just like whittling down, going here, going there. And there's things about this game... Specifically, I love that each mind is like a different art direction and like a game style kind of a thing, yeah. which I really enjoyed. I enjoyed all the acting and the story. Uh, like gameplay, I think is fine. I think that's the weakest part of the game. Like it feel it feels like a, a early two thousands platformer, but very polished. And like that's cool, that's fine. But for everything it does right, again, story, narrative, actors, and having this weird fucking Tim Burton esque story, but like cartoony and wild. I was like, yeah. I think this will barely beat out the other things that would have come in at number number five or six or whatever. So I think it's a fantastic game. I think everyone should play it. But yeah, it was that one where was like, I don't know which of these 17 games are going to be in this number five spot. And Sakonatsu just edged them out just a little bit. So here we are, them number five. Nice. I was th- And as you were talking, I was like, 
I remember when everyone was like, oh, yeah, Psychonauts 2 is probably going to be game of the year. And then, like you mentioned, it, that's every single game that came out this year. <laughs> oh, man, every this game is going to be game of the year. year. Oh, man, this is game, game of the year. Of the year. <laughs> All right. So there we go. Number five for me. Number four for me. This one was one that honestly I kept forgetting came out. <laughs> but every time I remembered it, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I had a great time with that game. I loved it a lot. Uh, and it's Resident Evil Village. Village. Mm, not Resident Evil 8. That does not exist as a game. This is Resident Evil Village. It was a, uh, it was a brand new direction kind of a brand new direction with that open world kind of concept for resident evil but it's still like at its heart resident evil which is fun it was um they had like psychonauts they had different worlds like every not worlds but every single part that you were in there was the castle there was like the caves there was all of these different environments makes it makes exploring super fun uh and super scary there was the fucking dollhouse I, I I love that every single area of this thing had different gameplay mechanics to it too. And so you mm -hmm. were never quite doing the same type of thing. Like the controls and, and the objectives were pretty much the same, but the way that you did it was very different for each world. So they made it feel really cool and fresh and new. Um, and somehow they all really seamlessly blended together. So I, I really, really enjoyed Resident Evil Village. I can't wait to go back and play it again. Um, maybe with some... They had some like adaptive trigger stuff, but like something something fresh. I want like a next gen or some DLC or something like that to, to give me a reason to go back and, and play through that again on some kind of mad speed run or infinite magnum ammo or something like that. It was fun, funny, wacky, scary, Papa John's, difficult at times. I liked it a lot. Resident Evil Village. Awesome. What I will say, which is I think is really cool, looking at most games that are on people's game of the year list, you know, not no spoilers or anything, but like it takes two winning at the game awards. And then you bringing up me, bringing up in psychonauts, how every world's different. You bringing out how resident, like if you take a game and you do different things, people like that. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe <laughs> yeah. games should do that more often. Uh, it seems really cool. And also fuck that baby. Just that uh, slurping noise. That baby. I'm not a fan. Of, I don't like his noises at all. You know, not a fan. <laughs> you know what though? I feel like, uh... Fuck that baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I got the baby Yummy. spoiled for me because everybody was like, oh, there's this one thing coming in a level. Oh, I can't wait till you see this big giant thing. And it's so scary and so fucked up. Oh, I can't wait till you reach this thing. And then whenever I got there, it's like, oh, this was probably the thing they were talking about. And now, like, I was already prepped for it. And I didn't know it was going to be that Still baby. gross. But... It was gross. It's just the noises. Yeah. Ugh. The slimy, slithery snail trail on the ground. Yuck. Anyways. Speaking of number four, my number four on Adam's list is Deathloop. <gasps> Deathloop. Deathloop from the guys who made Dishonored. Arcane. Here we go. I remembered. Uh, Deathloop was a game that I, you know, a game was coming out. And again, everyone made fun of. We saw so much, so much marketing for that game. At every PlayStation thing, they're like, here's 20 more minutes of Deathloop. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, here we go, guys. And then Deathloop came out, and I didn't do anything but play Deathloop until I beat it for, like, the next five days straight. That's all I wanted to do. And that is all. This was what, like, got this onto the list, because I was going through my list. I'm like, you know, what are the games that I just could not put down and not stop playing that probably deserves, like, an extra merit? And Deathloop was that. Like, I just wanted to go through that nonstop. I love the way that they handled their time loop mechanic. There's a lot of time loops this year. I think Deathloop has the second best time loop mechanic uh, of the year. Just, you know, whatever. That's just a random thing I'm throwing out there. <laughs> and I love the characters. 
um, the game. I, I just like Arcane's games. And they're like, hey, why don't we just do Dishonored, but make it popular? And more people are going to like it because it's not this weird steampunk thing. I think it was great. I loved it. The performances were great. Powers are super cool. Um, you can play the game. all kind of, There's a lot of depth if you want to go into it or it's just like, hey, let me figure out figure out this time puzzle and go kill all these people in a run. And I think it plays really good and I just enjoyed it a lot. So Deathloop should not be slept on. Very good. I hope you finally get to play it at some point. Even though I know you're not super big arcane guy, but I think it's a good enough game you'll enjoy it. Spoilers for later. That's uh, it's on my regrets list <clears throat> of things I didn't yeah. get around to. Understandable. It happens. Looking forward to it. Number three, a one, a two, a three. This one, I I played it on a whim. Like I just saw everyone talking about it on Twitter one day and it was like on sale for 25% off on its first day. It's like, fine, I'll buy it. I'll plug in my Xbox and buy this thing and play it. It was Death's Door, Death's Door. And I'm so glad I did. It was beautiful. It's that stylized, isometric, it starts... As a Souls-like, and it's like, okay, I kind of get this. You're collecting this currency, and you're it's really super punishing hard and all that kind of stuff. But as the game progresses, <clears throat> it more and more becomes a Zelda-like game. And I think it, it gives some of Zelda's best dungeons and puzzles a run for the money. Sometimes it's even better. Um, so controversial. But yeah, I freaking, I loved Death Door. I adored it. And I, I, that was another game that I like, I was always thinking about playing Death's Door. Oh, I can't wait to get back and play that. And then I finally beat it. And I was like, God, that was such a good trip. It has that Devolver wit and charm to it. It's sharp. It's got funny dialogue. And it has a really surprisingly deep progression and upgrade system as well. So um, loved Death's Door. It was only on Xbox, but now it's on everything. So everyone can go play it. So if you don't play it, you're a dumb-dumb. You're a big old, big old sucker dumb-dumb that you get at a great clips when you get your hair cut. That's what you are. Or the bank. Or the bank. That's what you are. Yeah, Death Store, man. Another another one of those like different environments. Time not time loop necessarily, but like roguelite at least. Dying, mm-hmm. restarting. Yep. Freaking loved it. Yeah, it very much is Dark Souls meets Zelda, but not punishing like Dark Souls. Like, yeah, you're collecting souls or cells or whatever they call it in the game. But it's like you don't lose them if you die. Just keep right. going, having a good time. Uh yeah, Death Store is is very good. And the music it's very. I like that little soft piano just constantly behind you at yep. all times. Um, it's a really, really cool one. I think it looks very good, too. I like the art style. Uh, what number was that? That was Trace. <clears throat> okay. That's right. We did the rolling tongue thing. My number three <laughs> game of the year, Nos Trace, is Guardians of the Galaxy. <gasps> Ooh. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Boy, what a big surprise, right? Another one where... Square Enix's E3, it's like, this game looks cool. And they kept showing it. It's like, all right, it still looks fine, but like you guys are showing a lot. And I had no high hopes because, you know, Marvel's Avengers is what it is. You know, and then we saw this and it's like, okay, it's still Square Enix, but, you know, these are like kind of MCU Guardians, but they're not MCU Guardians. Like, how's this going to be? And then the game came out and everyone's like, yo, this game's great. And then I waited to Black Friday. I was like, I'm going to get that game for 30 bucks. And I bought it for $30, and the next day it went for $25. But that doesn't matter, because I'm happy <laughs> I paid the $30. The game is fantastic. I was so blown away. I think it's like expectations, because I you know, I was like, how good could this game be? And I was like, oh, no, they're right. This game is awesome. For me, the best part of this game, without a doubt, is narrative, right? The story, I mean, it won narrative at the Game Awards. Um, the story and the way that they tell it, and these characters, like, there's 
costumes from Marvel's like AMCU version, but these are completely their own characters. They're completely different. They have their own thing, their own feel. Um, and I just love the way that the team comes together. And just like the guy who plays Drax in this game, I believe his name is, I haven't written down, Jason Cavalier. Uh, I love Dave Bautista. Fucking love Dave Bautista. Yeah. This guy's Drax is better than Dave Bautista's <gasps> Drax oh, without shit. a fucking doubt. Oh my God. He's, he gets he gets to do, have so much nuance and like get to be a character. Again, Bautista's great. He's very funny. It's very fun. But this guy, like he's a character. Um, yeah, that the characters in the story are fantastic. Gameplay is fine. I think it gets better as you go along just because it kind of becomes like um, like FF7 remake where it's like, let me slow down and, and command people to do like special attacks. Because yeah. if you just do basic attacks, like, yes, I'm shooting a blaster standing still. That's not great. The other parts where you get to mix up combos and stuff, I think is good. Regardless of how good the gameplay is. I'm telling you, that story and that narrative make up for it. All your choices matter. Like, I haven't seen every different permutation, but... There are things that I saw in a preview of the game that I never saw. Like, oh, I never did oh, that. Damn. I guess I made a, a wrong decision because I never saw that part of the game. So that stuff's really cool. And I think everyone, especially for the price that you can find it, God, get Guardians. If you have any interest in Guardians of the Galaxy or Marvel stuff at all, it's it's a great team. And the soundtrack. Oh, my God, it's a cheat. They're just like, hey, what are all the good 80s songs? <laughs> We're going to do that. And they have their own original soundtrack uh, where he gets the idea for the name star lord which is like from a band that they make up that it's like star lord and the, the fucking galaxy goofs or whatever i don't remember the name of them <laughs> the but they have like their goofs. own star the galaxy, the galaxy goofs. goofs but that soundtrack is like super awesome like fucking hair metal i'm like this shit is dope as fuck <laughs> whatever they they made up is great so yeah everyone get into guardians uh, fantastic love it i i played that a little bit this week over remote play front on my ipad while i was back in uh back on the east coast and i played the opening sequence and i was like ah damn it i'm not gonna sit here and play this game on remote play on an ipad i want to wait till i get home and play this on the big screen my my goal was i wanted to finish that before game of the year discussion but i was like i just couldn't do it i can't wait to play it on my big screen i'm excited for it and to hear that that's i'm your list so far guardians of the galaxy and death loop and like we're not even like those are some amazing games that you liked a lot. And that's only your top of my list is wild. Oh my God. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Number two, Dos Amigos. As it takes to. Game of there the Year. We go. Game Awards. Game of the runner up of the year on Chad Ennis at the Respawning Fire Awards. This game, <laughs> I played it over like a month and a half with a friend of mine, Couch Co op. It is, and I've said it uh, plenty of times on this thing, but it, it is one of the most imaginative and creative games that I have played in a very long time. I was, it, constantly, every, every 30 minutes, a brand new gameplay mechanic, a, a, a brand new environment, a, bland, a brand new way that me and the other character have to interact with each other, and just constantly was surprising me uh, left and right. And it was, even though the gameplay itself was like simple, like you have one or two things you could do with whatever power you have at the moment, but it it supplements the other person's power in, in a certain way. And even though it was kind of simple, it was still like the right, just the right amount of challenging to keep you engaged in it. It was never too hard to be frustrating. It was never too easy to be boring. It was just the right amount of challenging. Um, and I also, I love the fact like this is the second in a series of games that like you have to play with another person from, um, I forget the name of this, but, Joseph, what's his face? He's like, 
Joseph Ferris from Hayes Light Studios. Joseph Ferris from Hayes Light. This is the second one in in their series where, like, you have to play with another person. And I love it because it really makes for some some of the most, like, some of the most fun co-op experiences I think I've ever had in gaming. It's just sitting on the couch, uh, yelling at each other, doing, of course, the goofs. We're like, oh, I'm going to hold this gate open. Just kidding. You're going to fall to your death. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. How funny am I? Uh, Lots of those goofs. It is long as hell. Like, it is it is much longer than you would think it'd be as a, as a game, but I never felt tired with it because I was constantly surprised and there was constantly something new around every corner. Um, I, I loved it, every bit of it. Yep, I think that the, again, we were talking about it earlier, constantly changing mechanics is a good thing, especially if you pull it off well. Because yeah. every time you switch it up, you're like, oh, this is cool, this is fun. And then I think the forced co-op works. I think having force forcing yourself having to have that experience is like a good like it will help you propel you forward right compared to if you're like oh no I'm not feeling this mechanic I wish I play with a character or whatever and it's like no like you guys have to work together which is a fun thing in itself we're constantly changing stuff up yeah I think it's really fun I mean, we just did a barf on that uh, I recorded that release last week we talked all about it and everyone's like yeah this game's great it's really awesome our only real problem was the narrative but you know we don't have to talk about that right yeah. now because the rest <laughs> of the game is amazing so absolutely deserves to be up there what's your number two bro what's your number two number two my number two so here's what i'm gonna explain it because you're gonna be like oh wow okay okay Uh, again i was going through my list of 78 games for my top five and again i was (laughs) like what did i play the most (laughs) all right what did i play the most you know what did i really enjoy whittling down whittling it down and then when i get to like my when i had like 10 left and i was just like yo what's because there was another game I was thinking about, and it's like, oh, the best game in the series. And I was like, fuck, this is literally... I, you said it earlier, talking about, like, if you're going to play one of these, play this. Because it's the best one of these games. And I was like, oh, this is the best game in the series, without a doubt. And I love the series. It has to be in my top uh, top five. And then I was like, you know what? It's number two. Number two is Hitman 3. Ooh! Ooh, sleeper hit there, coming out early January. Yeah, it coming out early January. Again, you would you can look in, on publications who were like, "Yes, Hitman Three is our game of the year," but it was like it's so far away that people forget about it. But Hitman Three was the big thing when at the when the year started. And again, going back and playing it throughout the year, it's like, oh, this is just the best game in the series of a series that I fucking adore. So how can I not have it as one of my favorite games of the year? It is magnificent. They do things that are unexpected. And again, they have a new engine and you can play all the old games. So like for me, yo, I had about like 38 maps and tons of content to do. But just looking at the game itself as it is, it's like, you know, the game progresses. Like the first level is like, this is classic Hitman. This is what you know. And then the next level is like, we're going to change a little bit and then change a little more and change a little more. And that the game goes places. And again, gameplay wise, it can't be beaten. I love to go back and play that. It's it's so good to like, all right, I'm going to dress up as the gardener, lure that guy over here and throw in a wood chipper and then go punch his wife and throw her in the back of a car and escape. <laughs> like it's uh, it, it is murder puzzle simulator and it's the best one out there. So I love Hitman 3, one of my favorite games. And it's so pretty. One of those early next gen games. It's like, look at all this light reflecting. It's not even ray tracing. It just looks like it's just it. good yeah. lighting. It's just good. But yeah, Hitman 3, fantastic. Favorite series, number two. I I know that like Hitman 1 and 2 are playable in this. Dallas in the chat says, I need to finish 2 and get to 3. D- is that like, 
if someone out there loves the series, should they finish the game or should they buy three and play it in three? Like, is it different? Like, do they they have updated engine or something like that? If you play two, yeah, there's updated engine. Yeah, there's updated engine. So I would say go ahead and get three because everything you own, as long as you buy the same, you know, family console, whatever, all your old stuff will come in. So yeah, you can just buy three. And then play the stuff from two you didn't beat. It'll look prettier. It'll look better. It'll play better. And then go straight into three from there. I would suggest doing that. Um, because it's real fun to go back to those old levels. It's like, oh, these mechanics that weren't here before are now here. Oh, those reflections that weren't here before are now here. Super cool. So I would suggest that. Sweet. All right. My number one game of the year for Chad Michael Linus. Miguel Guadalupe Santana Inés. Dino Spumoni. Dino, Dino Spumoni. This game made me Dino Spumoni more than any other game this year. And it's something that, that I've been almost all year saying, yeah, I think that's going to be my game of the year. I think this is game of the year. And it is Returnal. And I adore this game. It is a, I have been... This game put me through so many emotions. I got mm-hmm. all the same highs as I did from beating a Dark Souls boss when I was playing this game. When I was on a good run, I was beating a boss, and I had all the risk involved with this thing. I had the lowest of lows. I was like about like I was in the middle of meetings at work because they're all you know Zoom calls and things like that. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna turn my camera off. Well, I'm not supposed to be in this meeting anyway. It's boring. I'm gonna play Returnal instead while y'all talk about whatever. <laughs> Fuck off. And I was it. I bit my controller multiple times during this game. Like when, <laughs> like like I was playing and I would get so frustrated when I would die or something would happen. I would just and I would bite my controller. This game, highest of highs, lowest of lows. But I was upset. I was enamored with it. I loved this game. It was the the first, like, truly next-gen experience as well. Having, of course, like, the adaptive triggers. I loved the mechanic of, like, half-pressing to, to have one function on your gun, full-pressing the trigger to have a second function. The the haptics, of course, with the raindrops and all of that, I think are, are some of still the most, like, the standout experiences I think I've had next-gen even a year after these consoles have been out. But again, like we've talked about several times already, several different biomes. There's a completely different lush environments that you're in that make it really exciting to explore from area to area. And it opened me up to roguelites. I have never, ever liked roguelites before. And I've played some of the, like, people love Rogue Legacy is, like, one of the best ones, I think, that people talk about all the time. And I played that for a little bit, and I was like, I just don't like this. I even talked about it. Dusty Hill has a podcast, Shouting Into the Void, or Shouting Shouting Place, that's what it was. And we had a talk on there about how, like, I, I think I just don't like to fail, and I don't like to look dumb and be bad at things. And that's all Rogue mm-hmm. are about. It's just like, hey, you're going to fucking die over and over and over and over. But something about this game just completely hooked me, and... That opened me up to just the genre of roguelites. Like, God, I never thought I would like this game. So that's why I'm, that's another reason why I'm excited to try out Deathloop. Is that now that I have a little bit more of an appreciation for the genre, um, hopefully I'll have a better time with that game than I was expecting to have. But it's, Deathloop it's Hades, fantastic. all the good ones. What's that? Deathloop Hades, all the things you yeah could play Hades from this year. yeah I played Hades this year and I never finished it, but yeah, freaking had a blast with that game too. But yeah, that that bullet hell, roguelite, Dark Souls-esque type risk reward with it, it was so, so entrancing. I loved it. Um, 
And also the I don't know whether this is a roguelite thing or just like a this game thing, but like the parasite system and the items that you pick up throughout it, giving you different buffs and like earning enough currency to buy something to help you throughout that particular run or that cycle, like that offered a really unique and deep customization every single cycle. And so that made every single time I played it, even though I was going through the same biomes, fighting the same enemies, it randomly generated at least, um, it made every single one feel like a completely different run with a different challenge because I had different weapons. I had a different, you know, perks this time. I had different um, uh, challenges with the parasites as well. So I really love that that system as well. I mean, I still never beat it. I have one biome left to go, mm. uh, but I'm. Uh, it's one of those that I look back on and I'm like, God, I can't wait to... Can't wait to have an excuse to go back and finish that game. Loved it. Yep. I'm with you. The Spider-Man typing on the computer and then the raindrops in the first biome are like, oh, yeah, this haptic shit's fucking nice. Yeah. It's just for the little drops constantly. I like it. It's, it's really, really good. And uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's a really good. Uh, I think so. We know that studio, um, uh, Housemark, for making like really, really good like arcade style shooters. And they're right. like, hey, why don't we make a 3D arcade that game's basically a 3D arcade shooter, yeah. if you really think about it. Like, the ways the enemies attacks, like, oh, they're, it's like a shmup. Like, oh, there's just a bunch of fucking balls everywhere, and you gotta dodge through them and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, you guys just made a 3D arcade shooter. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's very... I like I like the game. I don't think it'll be my number one, so it means it didn't make my <laughs> list, but there... You know the reason why. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, I liked what I played of it. Yeah, good time. Oh, not good at all. But I, I'm with you. It makes a lot of sense. So... Do you want to go for my number one? Let's hear it. Oh, I'm so freaking excited. My number one game of the year is Hitman 3. Put it on there <laughs> twice. No, I'm just kidding. The game. So this game, uh, when it came out, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try this out. It seems cool. People are talking about it. And I played it. And the minute, maybe two or three hours in, I was like, this is my game of the year. I don't even have to think about it. Like I, This was the only game on the list where it was like, you know, I got to figure out which of these 137 games are going to be in my top five. And I was cutting them down. But this one was already number one before I even cut down the other 136. I was like, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, and it's Inscription. Without a fucking doubt. Not even closed. Inscription. Everyone's like, and I'll continue to say that. Don't look up what Inscription is. Just fucking play Inscription. And then you play Inscription. You're like, holy fuck. What is going on? And then you keep playing. You're like, holy shit. What is happening? And you keep going. You're like, my God, this is the best game of the year. That's just how Inscription is, man. Damn it. It is. And I, I can't wait for it to come to more places um, so more people can experience it. But I'm also like, man, there are parts of this that make... I understand why this is only on PC. I won't say any more, but there are parts that like that makes fucking sense. We'll see how they do that in the other versions, but because you have to this quit is out of the another... game and like go to Excel and like double click on a pivot table and mm -hmm. you have to go to wikifandom.com and look up. Yeah, no, there are. <laughs> I will tell you off air, but there are specific things that it's like, oh fuck, you can only do that on on a computer. Damn it! But yeah, it's. I I, I don't want to spoil it for people. I hope it comes out more people. More, but I mean, everyone's been saying that. Like anyone yeah. who plays Inscriptions, like fucking Inscriptions, the best game of the year, and they're not wrong. It is, it is wild. It is great. It is uh, phenomenal. And like I said, I played three hours of that game, and I, it, it was just like November. I hadn't even played some of their stuff yet, and I was like number one. And then I played the rest of the stuff. And I'm like still number one. Didn't nothing change my mind. So uh, everyone, get out there, play Inscription. It is <gasps> so good. Again, another example. Devolver, don't miss, baby. Yeah, they really don't. Devolver makes great shit. They do. How wild is it that 
we had two top five lists and didn't have a single game overlap between the two of us. Not a single one. I was not really shocked. I was like maybe one or two, but I was like, I bet these lists will be very different. Yeah. Um, just like when I knew that Returnal wasn't going to be on my list just because, I mean, not Returnal's fault. It's fucking technical problems, I suppose. But I was like, I know that's Chad's number one. So I was like, I wonder what else will or won't be. But I think both lists are absolutely warranted. They're yeah. really good list. Mine more than yours, but yeah, they're <laughs> 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 I'm kidding, of course. But that's, yeah. that, that's what we were talking about with the Game Awards where it's like, God, I can't be mad at any of these awards because, yeah, there was a lot of things that came out this year and all of the awards felt like they went to the good people. And there's just there's mm-hmm. a lot of good shit to play this year. Like it takes two not on my list. Absolutely. Thing deserves to win it. I understand why it won. I'm not mad that it won. Like, oh, yeah, makes perfect sense. I would understand that winning. No problem. Not on my list. Doesn't matter. I still think it's a great game and I understand why it deserves to win. But, you know, like that's the kind of year we have where I think it's like it was a year full of eights and nines. Yeah. There was no last well i think there was a last of us too it's called inscription but <laughs> there there was no like oh my god this is clearly the best thing ever right. it's like oh man there's a lot of good shit here there's a lot of good 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 shit here and i think that's a really interesting year brings me to my regrets well, you want to talk about regrets and honorable mentions you can go regrets yeah you can go regrets absolutely am i i'm just gonna run through these are the games that like i really really wanted to play this year that I just mm-hmm. didn't find time. And hopefully January is a light enough month that I can at least knock out one or two of these. But top of the list, number one regret is Outriders. I was so mm-hmm. hyped for that game. I played the demo of it with Dallas, had a blast, and it came out, I guess, it was right around Returnal maybe, and it got back... It was April, I believe. Yeah, it was like end of April. or be- anyway, I don't remember why, but we never actually even started the game and mm. it's just like kept getting put off, put off, put off. And now it's like, I forgot it even came out until I was going back. Was, I, I missed the wave on that one. So my, maybe I was saying play it. that game was the hottest shit for like a hard week. Like yeah. I was into it. Everyone was into it. And then like week two, it's like, I'm starting to slow down a little bit. And then I don't, I mean, you could still play it now. I feel it's still a solid game, but it had like the zeitgeist for like a week yeah. straight. It was like Outriders, baby. That's all we're doing. And then, you know, what I do but, love is that it's yeah, like a contained, stuff. like it is, it is a game front to back, like 40 yeah. hours ish. And that's, you've accomplished everything you can in the game. So it's not like destiny where I'm going to put thousands of hours into it and it's going to eat my life. So I do like that. It's a one and done type thing. Yeah. Get two friends and go through that campaign. You'll be good to go. Yep. I got Guardians of the Galaxy on there. We've already talked about that. How I want to make sure I play that in the right way. Deathloop, I just never got around to, but I still have it. Uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits is something that got like a lot of hype right around when it launched. And I played a little bit of it right before I went to Disney World. I played like an hour, and then I had to get on a plane and go to Disney World. But I just never got back to it. But uh, it's one that I really want to play too. And then Diablo 2 Resurrected. God, I love Diablo so much. And it came and went this year, and I never even opened it up. I downloaded the beta and played a little bit of the beta, but then I never played it. Never went back to it. Yep. Don't. So my biggest regret... So there's only two games that I didn't play that are like worth... You know, like the ones that were like, oh, everyone's played this. This is great. Didn't play Metroid Dread. Don't have a Switch. Yep. Can't play it. Is what it is. Unless I can emulate it somehow. I do that. And then I didn't play Village. Uh, I really like Resident Evil. I say I've played... A lot of Res- I played about half Resident Evil games, but then I saw Village. I watched someone play Village completely all the way through, so I know like what's going on and what's happening. But I don't want to be scared. Let me be honest with you. I don't want to be spooked. 
We're, we'll get to uh, barf, but I have one game I hope to God does not win. Because <laughs> I don't want to be scared. I don't want to be jump scared. Uh, so that was only, those were only the two that I didn't play. It was just like, I don't want to be spooked and I don't have a Switch. So that's the only ones I completely missed out on. I was like, you know, it is what it is. I knew, like, I'm be honest with you, I did not play those for those very specific reasons. Yeah. The thing that killed me, again, going on my big list, I'm only talking about my game of the year list, but I had, you know, more lists or whatever. And the thing that didn't, I thought was going to get places, but never did was Death Door. Death Door, I played it. I was like, people, I know people love this game. Like, I think, I don't want to speak for him, but I think John over at Pixel Street, like, really, really likes it. Um, might be misspeaking. He Someone, liked it, but he he was really upset by, like, how far apart the checkpoints were, the save points were. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. End of the game. Which is, yeah, yeah. very true. Uh, but people were really into it. Again, like, we made the joke. Everyone said every game that came this year was a game of the year. But a lot of people were like, yeah, Death Door was great. And I played it. I was like, yeah, it's very good. I just don't. I just don't think about it ever. Yeah. You know, I was talking about the music before. When you're playing for three hours straight, the piano music actually is kind of annoying. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> I, I kind of get tired of it. Uh, yeah, again, I think it's a really cool game. I like the way that it works. I just like, it just doesn't make top five for me. And then also Forgotten City, which oh, everyone yeah. was really excited for. I thought it was really cool. I did enjoy it, but I didn't finish it. And that game's only five hours. Like I got really far and I was like, Dang. I was doing all the stuff and I was just like, you know what? I don't actually care anymore. And I just stopped playing it. So, I don't know. But I know some people were like, that's my favorite game of the year. I'm like, I get it, but I didn't stop, I didn't play it. And it's a five-hour <laughs> game. Or I didn't finish it. So those are kind of my biggest regrets. Because, again, when I made my long list, like, they were there. And then I started cutting stuff down. They were kind of the first ones to go. I mean, there are 137 so, games on your list. Like, I don't even know if there are 137 <laughs> games that made it this year due to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I, I Otherwise, I was like, you know... Again, there's like a ton of games right after number five. It's like fours is up there. And, you know, uh, like I said, Death Loops is, or Death's Door is there. There's a lot of stuff there. But for as much as people really like those Death's Door and Forgotten City, I'm just like, no, nah, they're not doing And Returnal is the other one. If Returnal, guess what? Because remember, everyone remembers, they had the save state. I did save state. I loaded up. The game killed me. Um, and I was like, all right, I'll go through. I beat the boss. So I got the grapple hook. I'm on to buy on three. Chad, you want to have a guess of what happened when I loaded back into that game a month later? Was it the same save state as before? <laughs> nope. I loaded in. I was at the beginning of Biome 3, fell through the world and died. Oh, it went right back. God. I said, goodbye, yeah. and uninstalled Returnal. Now I would have done the that same thing. That save system doesn't work, which doesn't, it doesn't, you said you had the same thing? I know, I, I would have done the same thing. I would have just given oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, because I like that game. Again, it's very pretty. I like all the haptic stuff. Um, there's just certain designs about it being a roguelike, like I think having to do hour-long runs and it's like, oh, I have the grappling hook now, so you can skip stuff. It's like, but no, I need my weapon proficiency, so I have to fight some people. Right. I can't just go through it, so you have to. I was just like, there's a lot here that I like, but I just wish you would have tightened it up and made runs maybe a little bit shorter. And I think it would have been a better experience. But again, I think it's good. But I was just like, you fucked me, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> it was not a good fucking. That's another so, thing about those are my only regrets. I, I realized if you, like, you can skip if you find the right rooms, you can skip from biome one to two to three pretty easily mm. and make that run. But I, I did that all the time and I was just always dying towards the end, always dying as soon as I got to the boss and I was so frustrated. But then you're I realized- like, what's proficiency two? And yeah. you're supposed to have five. Yeah. So it's like, it's not going to work just because I can skip it doesn't work. Yep. So the, the whole thing is like, you have to make those really long runs. You have to clear out the entire first biome, the entire second biome. And that way, by the time you get to the third one, you've got all the shit, you've got the proficiency, you've got a ton of items and power-ups and parasites and like that's that's when you start having really good successful runs but that's also where 
I just spent so much time in this. There's so much risk involved. And like, Hmm. That's where it gets good. Thank That's you. what and makes you Dino Spamoni at the end. That would, I would Spamoni everywhere. <laughs> um, but again, if the save system would have worked, I wouldn't. It might have been on my list. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have been mad. But it really pissed. It really pissed me off. I was saying you can save now. No, you can't. All right, <laughs> you awesome. can save now. But if you use the tool, you're fucked. You're gonna die. So eh, yeah. But anyways, otherwise, I think it's a pretty good year. So can't complain. Yeah. Speaking of a pretty good year, segment from Adam. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, my chest is coming out again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I put out a tweet earlier today. We got two things, actually, today for my segment. It's all about Game of the Year. It's all about Twitter. So, I said Game of the Year. I was like, hey, guys. Uh, it's Was it Gertie from uh, Parks and Rec? What's his name again? Gert- Jerry, oh, Gary? Jerry Larry Gary Gergich. <laughs> Gary Gergich. Yep. I tweeted out a, a gif of him, and I said, we're preparing for today's Game of the Year episode. We want to hear from you folks as well. A false on respawn aim fire on Twitter. Uh, I asked, "What was your personal game of the year?" If you want to leave a little description, go ahead and go ahead and do that. So, I've got some replies here. Ooh, that's hear them. <laughs> Splatrick Magoo hands. Gross. So gross. <laughs> I know you love that. No, it's really mid- midnight birth. This uh, Corey over from uh, Cretans Guild said, uh, despite wanting to be one of the cool kids and say loop Harrow, he only played the demo. Instead, Honey Pop Two got me while uh, got me for a while early in the year. Honey Pop 1 was really solid, but Honey Pop 2 cut some of the fat while adding a layer of complexity that never gets unwieldy, plus titty. So, plus titty. I've seen, he is the dude who plays, like, all the Steam games. Like, all the Steam games. So he's constantly playing, like, he likes newer stuff, and he plays visual novels and stuff like that. And I saw him tweeting about Honey Pop 2 all the time, and it's just like, I don't, don't play that game around your children. <laughs> but I'm sure it's like very good. It looks like one of those you're like, this is game is horny, but I bet it's actually very good as well. You know, there are things yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch this in front of mom and dad, but I bet it's real, real good. Game of Thrones is awesome, but don't watch it in front of a six year old. Uh, <laughs> Honey Pop 2 for him. So that was awesome to see. Uh, from McKenna Middle, it's from McKenna, a good friend of mine, said Backbone, you're a raccoon detective set in a dystopian Vancouver, a game with excellent writing and excellent story. So this game is on Game Pass, called Backbone, and it's like a noir detective story where everyone is animals. They're like rabbits and weasels and fucking, you know, furry stuff, you know, all over the place. But it looks really, really interesting. I've had it, my eye on it on Game Pass. I never played it, but I did download it based on his recommendation. Oh, it's so, got beautiful it's like the- art. Yeah, it's oh like God. great pixel art shit. It looks very good. So, and that's just on Game Pass. And I had, again, I've seen it, but I never played it. And he said it's good. So I'm like, good enough for me. I'll try it out. All right. D Smitty Games, whoever this guy is. I don't Who's think that, he's yeah, in the chat. Was he in the chat at some point? Returnal felt like a true next gen experience for me. Haptics and adaptive trigger on the dual sense were incredible. Smooth, challenging combat. Graphics and sound design were fantastic. All around great game. Yeah, absolutely agree. Even with it eating my save and me kicking my PlayStation, uh, he's absolutely right. It's very pretty. It's and kind of your it, fault for making your th- save delicious. Yeah, I know, right? I shouldn't have been so good at the game. <laughs> Question mark. Uh, but yeah, you and him, Returnal. Again, I completely get it. I do think it's a very good game. I just wish it would save my saves. Awesome. Uh, John Hansen, uh, which everyone knows, he's been, he was actually on the It Takes Two podcast with us from Pixel Street. Psychonauts 2, brilliant writing and gameplay. Love the design of the world and characters. Perfect return from the original. So long ago, that feels like a matter of days in the game. So yeah, he was a big fan of the first one. I know the first one. I've never played it all the way through. But yeah, Psychonauts 2 is very good. It, Again, especially if you're a fan of 
It's not Tim Sweeney. Tim Schaefer. <laughs> Tim Schaefer. Tim Burton and, style. And the Tim Burton style. Tim Schaefer. Tim the the Tool oh, Man, man Allen oh. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Psychonauts Two I think is a very good continuation. Like I said, the only thing that bothers me is that the gameplay feels like an early two thousands platformer, but everything else I think is fantastic. So I'm with you there. And then Cozy Bear, he's here. Cozy, get used to it. Death Loop. I had a blast scourging its district or scouring its districts for secrets. Yes, Cozy Bear, you're very right. This game is awesome. It's fantastic to play. And a lot of secrets. There's a lot of stuff that I missed and I beat the game. And there's still tons of shit I didn't do. So there we go. He said something like it's 208th platinum or something like that, too. What a freaking wild dude. That's amazing. So many platinums. God, 208. That's a fucking lot. I've got like three. (laughs) I think I I was 53, I think, was my last of those part two platinum yeah i think my old profile had about seven or eight and then my new profile's got i've got like 10 or 11 total uh a lot of those are telltale games and spider-man oh <laughs> yeah the those automatic telltale have. ones i loved it i loved it do that all day baby all right and then my other thing from twitter is we had a game of the year competition oh wait we had someone in patreon too right i don't know i have two on twitter is what I have. Let me know if someone on. sent one to Patreon because I do not know. I'm going to Patreon. About Patreon. Uh, someone responded about way. Game of the Year in Patreon, I think. Oh, okay. Can you read that? Is that I'm loading it? Or is that right one that was already put meow. up? Okay. Well, going I to up. publish posts. This is the theme song <laughs> of the show. Game of the Year episode. Yes, here he is. Uh, Dr. Bleep Bloop and Patreon says, Some recency bias, but I quite liked Deathloop. I enjoyed the story and the game design. Item progression felt broken. Get a silenced pistol and snipe headshots. I feel like I fucked up not turning waypoints off at the start. Too much hand-holding. But I also feel like I blacked out for the first half of the year. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Awesome. So that's all everyone's game of the years from from the readers and the listeners? No, people don't read this. It's a fucking podcast. I don't know. Fucking idiot. They might feed it into Siri and have Siri transcribe it, and then they read the transcription. Who knows? I stand corrected. Um, So, for Game of the Year, again, another Parks and Rec gif. I guess I like Parks and Rec. Uh, Let's have some fun. Reply below with your guesses for what Ad, Ad, Chad, and Adam's (laughs) individual top fives will be. The person closest wins a gift card, gaming platform of their choice. So we're about to reach out to whoever won this because we're doing this live. (gasps) So, Chad, do you have your list up? I've got my list up. I don't remember. Yeah. I remember your list, but I don't remember what order. So we had Smitty. He uh, subscribed. So we got two entries. If you subscribed on uh, YouTube to Responding Fire, he has Chad's list. He has said, I guess it's going from one, one down. Okay. Uh, Death's Door, It Takes Two, Returnal, Metroid Dread, and RE8. I think he got your entire list, but he, not in order. He, correct. He got all five, but just in the wrong order. And then, well, then let's, let's read this. Returnal, It Takes Two, RE8, Death's Door, Metroid Dread. Oh, shit. He got it almost exactly. Death's Door and RE8 were flipped. So he has one, two, three, and five correct. In Uh, order, but he has all the games correct. Correct. Yep. Correct. All right. Let's see. And then we also uh, had Rattlehead73X, which goes by Loops on Twitter. I believe he's a fan of Pixel Street. uh, Or they. I don't really know. Um, So also subscribed on youtube uh i'm trying to he sent multiple lists i'm trying to make sure which one is these are okay here's my four lists okay so for you he did death loop metroid 
Ratchet and Clank Return on Psychonauts. Ooh, spoilers. Didn't love Ratchet and Clank. Yes, he didn't get that. All right, so then Psychonauts 2, Halo, Forza, Ratchet, and Cyberpunk. So that one was incorrect. So and Cyberpunk. Whoa. Yeah. Nice try, nice try. Nice try. All right, so, and this is the funny thing, is that Smitty put his in literally the last minute. So, so far, he's like <laughs> six hours ago. This dude was going to win 100%. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, dude, I don't know your, excuse me if I say your pronouns incorrectly. So, Smitty, you've won one half of the gift cards for basically getting Chad's Dope. entire thing perfect. That's what it's crazy that he got all five games and then he also got all but one of the positions correct. It was his second one. It's because he subscribed wild. on YouTube. That's yeah, that's why he got that second yep. one. He got it. So, that's really cool. All right. Now, we're going to do for the other gift card, and we'll reach out to you, Smitty, and we'll get you a gift card for uh, whatever gaming platform of your choice. Do Steam because it's the best. Um, <laughs> so now we're going to look for Adam. We're going to say, hey, who got Adam's list? And Adam already forgot his list, so I'll put it over here. So over here, we have his, this is for Smitty again. He said Loop Hero, Deathloop, Halo, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Forza. So his first list has two because he has Deathloop and, and Guardians. All right. All right. His second is Deathloop, Loop Hero, Unpacking, Far Cry 6, and Halo. So his best list is he has two, and we'll worry about the order when we get to it. I will say this, that let's say if there was other lists, there was like best indie, da-da-da-da. He has a lot of my list. Like, yeah. Loop Hero was on my list for other things. just not overall game of the year. But I absolutely love Loop Hero, and I love unpacking. So you nailed it, just wrong list kind of a thing. Uh, but he does have two correct in one of these lists, so we'll see. Now we'll go back to Loops, Rattlehead73X. Um, Here we go. He says, Psychonauts 2, Deathloop, Forza Horizon, Death's Door, and Halo Infinite. So two, another right? twofer. Yep. All right. And then Death's Door, Returnal, Psychonauts 2, Halo, and Ratchet. That one is, only has one that's correct. Yep. Okay. Um, interesting. So now we have to, so they both had two correct. How right. are they weighted? Is it like if they guess three and four? And like if they guess the right position, is that more? Yeah, now I'm doing points? by position. Okay. So Loops is Psychonauts and Deathloop. He put Psychonauts is one and Deathloop is two. So on my list, oh, good Lord, Adam, put this in the right spot. Uh, Psychonauts was five and Deathloop was four. So at the bottom, but there's still a chance. And then we go to Smitty's and... Deathloop was two on his, and Guardians was three. Deathloop was four, and Guardians was three. I don't know who's better. You know what? I'm just going to make a call here. Smitty, you already won one. We're going to give the other one to, to Luke. Fucking greedy Smitty. Yeah, get out of here making your good predictions. Uh, um, in the chat so yeah. right now, someone else named DF and Smitty says, uh, it's because I love Chad. <laughs> and then he says, Adam, to be fair, your list was almost impossible for you to make. <laughs> Narrowing it down from 137 games. There were 789 That's games right. in my top five list. Exponentially more games. <laughs> but here's what we'll do. Smitty and Rattlesnake. You're bo or Rattlehead, excuse me, Rattlesnake. What the fuck am I talking oh about? Oh my god! Rattlehead and Smitty, you're both gonna get a gift card. You Yo. both win. Good job. Thanks we for playing, y'all. Awesome. Thanks for playing. Awesome. Again, that perfect fucking list from Smitty. You yeah. guys must have had some collusion going on. Oh my there. god! Insider trading. <laughs> Martha Stewart. <laughs> Did I tell Martha Stewart and she told Dallas? And she told. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, that's everything for Game of the Year. Thank you for those who participated and gave us your Game of the Year, who won gift cards. 
Uh, and that was our list. So I hope you enjoyed. We're right and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Uh... But speaking. Oh, yeah, what's next? Go ahead. Oh, next? speaking of having a tie on your head, Chad, we're talking about some play time. Oh, we're tied. Get it? Because I'm wearing a tie. I'm going to wear it like a ninja. Play time. Now I'm going to put it over my face. You're just kidding. It's terrible for audio. Uh, hey, play time. I already talked about one of the things I played. I played like. 30 minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy and decided I need to not play this on an iPad. But I was back home for 10 days, and it was too long to be back home away from my precious game systems. Uh, I played a lot of things over remote play. Surprise! I played... Here's some things, some experiences. Destiny 2 over remote play on Wi-Fi. Played a lot of those... Like, told you about the horsey game show on that thing that was just, like, there for yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> played a lot of that. It was a blast. Ran pretty well. Played on Ethernet hooked up my iPad to Ethernet and played it as well. And we were able to do like some end game content and do some like really difficult stuff. So like that was a good experience. Playing Halo Infinite Multiplayer. This was fucking awful. Awful, Adam. There was... What are you doing playing a multiplayer, oh, a fast-paced multiplayer shooter over the Wi-Fi it's, anyways? It's not my fault that as soon as I get to the <laughs> East Coast... Halo says, hey, you want all these cool new skins and stuff like that? That's right. All you got to do is log on and play one match every single day. And I did that for three, for four days. And then I said, I don't even fucking care about the rest of this shit anymore. Um, uh, I played it via xCloud. Not X, what do they call it now? Mm-hmm. It, it's Xbox Cloud Gaming. Um, yeah. Played it with that on my iPad on Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi speeds were way more than adequate. Like 200 megabits down. Like I think it was 10 mm-hmm. or 12 up. Way more than adequate, and it was abhorrent. It was like literally blacking. Like it was like you're blackout drunk, and you only remember flashes from what happened the night before. Like that's how it was playing it. Mm. It would black out, and then it would catch up for a frame, and then it would black out, and then it, you'd be dead, and then you'd black out, and you'd be respawned and dead again. It was awful. Plugged into Ethernet, still not a good experience. Still a lot of lag, mm. but like at least there was no blacking out, and it was just kind of slow, but not a good experience. I also did try just remote playing my Xbox via the Xbox app. And that was a little bit better, uh, especially on Ethernet, but Mm. still not. (sighs) Cloud gaming is the future, but it is not the near future. Not at all. (laughs) Um, But I did play some other things uh, that are handheld. So I played on planes, actually. So these next two games, the last two that I played this week, uh, were on planes. One of them was Pokemon Shining Pearl. For the first time, Adam, when I get on an airplane... I get so excited. I was like, yes, I have. Usually I'm, I'm flying for like nine hours, 10 hours of the day because I'm flying from coast, coast to coast. coast right? Yeah. And yeah. usually at least a layover. So I have a lot of time. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to download seven movies and a whole TV show. And I'm going to download seven games on my Switch. I'm going to play them all. And then I immediately, before we even take off, fall asleep. It's something just like they mm. drug the air on the plane or something like that. So that everyone <laughs> falls asleep and no one breathes too much because of COVID. And I just immediately fall asleep. This ride home. The whole ride home the, uh, two days ago, didn't fall asleep once. Stayed awake the whole oh, time. Okay. I got so much done. I watched the entire second season of The Witcher on my iPad. And then I had my, my Switch on the keyboard of my iPad uh, on the table. So I was watching The Witcher while I was mm-hmm. playing Pokemon because you don't need to hear Pokemon. It's just like more doo 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 doo. I'm a bird. <laughs> it's just a lot of sounds. Dino Spumoni. Dino Spumoni. Um, so I was doing that. I played like a good seven hours of Pokemon on the plane the other day. And I'm Sound. 
I'm I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm like literally like 20 hours in it. And got seven badges. Just got Palkia, the god Pokemon who created Sinnoh and is the god of time. Not time. The god of space and dimensions. And then there's Dialga. Space and relativity? Uh, I'm, no say essay. That's science, baby. No say essay. <laughs> um, but I'm enjoying it. it. It is... I think I said this whenever I first started it. It is Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow. It's the same exact fucking shit over and over. Mm-hmm. But... I'm having fun with that same exact fucking shit. Um, loving it. And then I played Unpacking. I played Unpacking because you talked about it and you're like, I don't know what it is about this game that is like, I, I mean, I'm drawn into it. I really like it. So I played it. Same, same, dude. I was playing it. And I, I think I know what it, it, it is. The, again, for anyone who doesn't know, it's, it's like 8-bit pixel art and you're literally just tapping on a box with a cursor. An item comes out of it and you have to figure out where to put it in the room. And you're just unpacking as someone moves starting from like me and a kid to going off to college to having an apartment with roommates to having your own place so you're just doing it from life event to life event and you're just figuring out where things go and it is the lo-fi hip-hop beats to study to of video games mm, that's might be what it is yep yeah. that's exact you just get in you zen out and you're like oh where am i gonna put these panties where am i gonna put this poster where am i gonna put my diary and you're just like i'm just organizing a room it's just so chill and the music also helps, and it's, it's it's really great. But it also, of course, has like the character and the heart. Like you're you're seeing this person as they go from having a, like you said like thirty stuffed animals to having like three or four stuffed animals, um, and just like seeing what they choose to keep over time and what they accrue. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And then like living through these life events that most of us have lived through as well. Where oh, you're moving into a shared apartment with three other people, and they have all their shit everywhere, and you got to figure out where yours fits in with all of theirs. So I had a great time playing it. I didn't beat it yet. I didn't finish it. Uh, didn't have enough planes, but uh, I'll probably <laughs> get another plane. Finish it. <laughs> yeah, it's a short game. I'll probably end up. I think it's only a few hours. I played it for like two, so I'll probably end up finishing it. But yeah, just a really good chill Zen game. I wish there wasn't a right answer for some things. Like you unpack it. It's kind of weird. Yeah, like you unpack everything. And it's like, oh, these four items don't belong where they were, and you got to figure out. Well, first of all, I don't even know what that fuck that item is. It's just this weird. There's something like blob. It's, it's a round rubber thing. I <laughs> right. think somewhere I had, in the kitchen. I had this thing that I swore to God was a yoga mat. They just told me everywhere I put it, it was like this yeah. is the wrong place. I put it finally put it somewhere that it let me do it, and then I got to the next room, and I thought it was another. I was like, God, how many fucking yoga mats does this person have? It turns out it's a poster, but it was rolled up, and I could have put it on the you wall. You got to just like put them on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> All these yoga, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, part of the part of the charm of unpacking in real life, there's no charm to it, is is figuring out like, where the hell am I going to put this? And you're just like, I don't fucking know. I'll put it here until I have a better place, and then it just stays there for five years. So I wish that like you could have done that in the game too. Yeah, if it was real, if it was me, her stuff would have just half of her stuff would have just stayed in the box until she moved to the next spot. Yeah. So it's like the box is exactly the same. <laughs> Nothing changed. But I also love about um, it that like true to life, you open up a box and it's not, the boxes aren't themed. At least maybe they are later in life whenever you become more organized as a person. But like one box, you pull out a computer tower and that's it. That was all in that box. The next box, mm-hmm. you pull out underwear, 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 a boot. Like one of a pair of boots, not both boots. Yeah, she has a boot. Yeah, <laughs> a stuffed Where's animal. the other one? Who knows? It's just like uh, this is this is fantastic. The way that they packed is like super realistic. It's really good when it's like, oh, this is all. It's in the bathroom, and it's all the bathroom stuff except for 
you know, like you have like a, a pair of socks. It's like, why are these socks in the <laughs> right. bathroom stuff? And you got to switch rooms like, ah, oh, fuck. I Everything else was right, but the pair of socks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's I, I'm with you. I don't know what it is. That game is very, very good. Everyone check that if you want to really relax and chill out. That's it. That's all I played this week. Lots of Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. I beat it. I comfort. beat Destiny 2. Sorry, the last, last thing I'll too? say, like, I've officially, I've gotten every single triumph. I've gotten all the mm. seals that I need to get for the season before everything, like, goes to Witch Queen on February 22nd. I got, we beat all the raids. I've beat all the dungeons. Like, there's, I got legendary difficulties. These things. I, I've done everything that I needed to do. Like, I have a checklist. Of, I got to do these things before Witch Queen comes out in February. Mm. And I did it all. And then I'm going to just keep doing it you. again. It's wonderful. Do it again. The Witch Queen will not be ready. So, as for me, I took kind of a journey, because it's been two weeks since we recorded an episode, well, mm-hmm. a regular episode. Right. Uh, so, I went all over the place, and I did the thing that I hated the most. I became a little bit of a weeb, <gasps> and I hate myself for it. I played Gen- Genshin Impact. How did you say it on the game board? Genshin Impact. I played Genshin Impact, everybody. And that game... Is very well made. Yeah. It is an extremely well made mobile game that plays beautifully on a PS5, is what I will say. And that's not like an insult. Like, th- I mean, it's a, my son was like, oh, I played that on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, dude. Um, but it is, it is Breath of the Wild in every way, except for it's in the fucking anime world. And the way you collect characters, that's straight. I think it's called Gotcha, but like not yeah. spelled like Gotcha. It's like Gacha or something. Right. But it's like, so I used to play a game on my phone called Summoner's War, which was like a really big one of those games where it's like, yeah, you collect it. It's like, I got a five-star Barbarian King, da 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 And I'm playing this game. It's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is that system where it's like, let me get my currency to roll and hope I get a good character out of it. And it's like, oh, fuck, I got a four-star fucking dope as shit. But free-to-play. Um, and again, it plays very well. I like, so you, you build your team of your, uh, free to play fucking pull randomly out of packs characters, but you can switch them like as you're playing. So it's like your main dude is like, oh, I'm, I got wind powers. It's like, oh, well, my girl's got a fire bow. So I need to fire bow the goblins with their shields. So their shields catch on fire. Then I switch to air boy to f- finish him off. And it's like, oh, that's really interesting. Um, the story, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> right. tell you, man. It is it is weeb stuff. I think there's a dragon called Stormkeeper or Stormbreaker. No, Stormbreaker's too cool. It's not Stormbreaker. <laughs> Something dumb. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, just give me my glider and let me climb up a wall and go do a yeah, dungeon and kill some Breath slimes. of the Wild with good combat. Absolutely. It's fun. Yep. Unlike Breath of the Wild. I'm kidding. Relax. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Genshin Impact. I, it's the thing. It's like, well, I keep playing that, but I'm like, it's fucking free. Like, I don't, I, there's literally no... And I don't I haven't seen the point yet where it's like, oh, you pay us money to win. It's like I just keep getting they just keep giving me four star characters. So yeah. I'm like, I'll just Is it it's cross progression? It's, like you if you're bored on your phone, like can you play it on your phone and have the same character in progression as your PS4 or PS5? Probably. I refuse to make an account, but I'm sure if I made an account I could do cross progression. Um so yeah, it's cool just to have on there and maybe I, I dick around when I don't have anything I want to play. I'll play it once in a while. Uh then I also tried Baldur's Gate three. Baldur's Gate 3 is an early access. It's from the people who made Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2, which are fucking 10 out of 10 RPGs. And they're like, your games are so good. Why don't you just make the official D&D game? They're like, we were already making D&D games. So thank <laughs> you very much. 
um, and it's still in early access, but there's been so many updates since I played it. Like I haven't played it in, you know, like six months and I get on there and there's like, oh, there's like four new levels and like four new areas. Okay. All right. I guess I'll start a new character and do this, but I just, you know, get my D and D fix. Um, hoping that game comes out in earnest pretty soon, but I just put some time into that. Also, Epic had a big sale. Also, if anyone has PC, Epic Game Store has all three Tomb Raider games for free until like January 6th. Please go claim those. Oh, those shit. first two games are fucking 10 out of 10s. The third one, just claim it because it's free. Um, <laughs> but I played some John Wick Hex because I got it on sale. I got it like four bucks. And it's fine. I think it's from Bithel. Bithel yeah, Games Mike or whatever. Bithel. Everyone knows old Mr. Thomas Mr. Mike alone, Bithel. Man. I think that's the first game I yep. ever cried during was Thomas was alone. Thomas was alone. Yep. For me, it was... Uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, because someone punched me in the nuts while I was playing it. Um, but, John Wick Hex, it's fine. I think it's like a fun like little strategy game. I think it was like a 7 or 8 out of 10. Or it's not even an 8. It's probably like a 7 out of 10. But it's fun. It's like, I just I have a John Wick like obsession. Like I fucking love the world of John Wick. So that was just like, for 4 bucks, I'll dick around and play this game. Uh, I also tried playing The Gunk, which was like the last big release of the year it was on game pass i believe it's xbox exclusive i might be incorrect but i know it's on game pass for sure and it's like a little indie game where you well it's, it's for the people who make the steam world games if you ever played those steam world games are very good like steam world dig um, and dig heist world gotcha. or whatever all yeah. that um and it's a 3d game and the main character is voiced by that girl who worked at achievement hunters at g4 it's like fiona something apple fiona i don't apple. remember that's not it no. at all uh christina apple <laughs> but i see you're on twitter that's the one apples in her um, name right <laughs> no it's fiona something i don't okay. know she's she worked at, at brewster teeth um she's the mixed girl she's pretty cool but so she's the she was the main character and you go on this planet and you're like broke ass truckers they're like yo we got to do the job we can fix our ship or whatever and you out there and it's like hey there's gunk everywhere and you clean up the gunk and then you oh, find animals oh gunk i get it um the gunk yeah i, I played it for a couple hours like this is cool and i just like but it's an it's a game that's kind of nothing where it's just like, oh yeah, it's a it's a game about you know cleaning things up and having the the beauty of the world, but like there's not real actual a lot of gameplay. So I kind of got off of that. Uh, I was like, no, this is like a seven, and I a seven I don't want to play. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't think it's bad. It's just like I am not enjoying myself. So I'm sure some people like the gunk. Not I says the cat. And then finally, <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I'm not even a nerd for this one. This is what cool kids play. I got back into Fortnite. Nice. Season or chapter three launched. They have the Spider-Man, uh, which the Spider-Man mechanic, they straight up, it's fucking Insomniac Spider-Man swinging. Like, it's great. You just and swing around. And technically they anyone can Fett. swing now, right? With like, there's an item. It's an item yeah. you pick up. Yep. And it's a little spider. It's his hands. So you pick up his hands and you put them on and then you just flip around. Flip. Thwip. 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 Um... And I just haven't, I hadn't played Fortnite in a very long time, but I was like, let me play Fortnite. Every time I try to play Fortnite, it's like, I, you know, I haven't played for eight months. I'm like, oh shit, I really like Fortnite and especially all these skins. And so I downloaded it. I bought the season pass and I spent $40 in skins because they had Boba <laughs> Fett and I had to get Boba Fett and they had both Venoms. So they had comic book Venom and they had Tom Hardy Venom. Oh, and shit. I've got to get both of those. Yep. What are we talking about here? <laughs> uh, that's my, the last time I did this, at some point during chapter two, maybe the beginning of it, I was like, I'm going to get back into Fortnite. And I spent $125 on Holy shit. Fortnite when I first got back. Cause I hadn't played it in like a year. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, I need the battle pass. And look at all these skins that I've missed. And it's like, I had extra money. So like, fuck it. And I bought all of the skins. So right now, I bought a couple skins. I got some cool emotes with dances and shit. And I'm just going through it, um, trying to unlock Spider-Man because I just want to play that spider. Well, I bought Tom Holland Spider-Man in the red suit and the black suit. And I bought Zendaya because she came in the back too. (laughs) I'm also Zendaya. But I, they have the comic accurate. Like remember, like the old, like the itty bitty little, the small spider, like the little chunky spider yeah. in the middle of his. They have that one. That's in the battle pass. So I'm gonna work my way towards that. And then the rock comes out pretty soon, which I know Brent hates, but I love. So I'm gonna Brent. Be the rock if you are soon. looking for someone to play Fortnite with, that kid will. He will be your best I'll friend. Play. I will play Fortnite with you. Yep. So yeah, that's me. I was back on my bullshit. I didn't really have much to do. I finished everything for game of the year. It's like what's some free to play bullshit I can play, and half that stuff was. Basically, free to play well, I don't bullshit. know if you was... can call Fortnite free to play if you spend forty bucks on it immediately. <laughs> it's free to play, free to start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to have skins; I just want the skins. You know, when you're an adult, you can do things like that, right? <laughs> right. Eddie, we don't give kids I'm that much Venom. money because they're not responsible with it, and then as adults, we buy seven different Spider-Man <laughs> in Fortnite. I do have multiple Spider-Man. I have two Mandalorians <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I love it. Because I have, I do have uh, the Mandalorian and then I bought Boba Fett. So I have two Mandalorians. I can't, whatever. I can't talk because I did buy Silver and Destiny so that I could buy the dinosaur costumes for the Titan and Hunter characters that I don't even play. I don't even like Doesn't playing. matter. It's dinosaur costume. You have to buy it. Exactly. But I know that if I ever, ever was going to play as the Hunter, I'd want to be a Velociraptor. Absolutely. Understand. Believe me, you're talking to the right guy. I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you. <laughs> But that's what we played. But what's been happening? It's been two weeks. Has anything happened in the world? Not much. You know what's so great about this? You know what's great about this time of year? What? That I went on my gaming websites and I'm like, news. And I'm like, I'll scroll down two weeks. And it's like, there's been 20 stories in two weeks. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> and half these are about movies. So I can ignore this shit. Uh, so yeah, there's a couple. There's not a ton. But we do have stuff after the stories that we can talk about that'll be fun. Um, stay tuned for that. But as far as news... Again, a request log. GoldenEye lives, question mark, from Eddie McCucci at GameSpot. Glad to see he's still employed. Yep. Living his best life. Look like It looks like Rare's classic James Bond game, GoldenEye 007, might be headed to Xbox. Achievements for the game have appeared online, as spotted by Wario64, and posted on True Achievements. So if Wario says it, it's fucking true, because yep. this guy never lies. And we speak to the uh, truth. Achievement... Yeah, absolutely. Achievements pictured uh, in a GoldenEye 007 thumbnail also appeared online. Adding to speculation, the 1997 N64 game might be headed to Xbox in the future. 55 achievements, 1,000 gamer score. You know, you know achievements work. Uh, there's, It does look like there are multi uh, campaign and multiplayer achievements, so it looks like the whole thing is possibly coming back. Uh, and then years ago, XBLA version of GoldenEye 007 was probably in development. Uh, Phil Spencer said the lack of uh, GoldenEye at that time was a rights issue, which again, we've, this is the only, so this has been a thing before where it's like GoldenEye, everyone wants to play GoldenEye, yeah. but it's like, Ooh, those rights, like, you know, it's like rare made the game. It's like, Ooh, but we don't actually have the rights to that game because MGM like had to give us the James Bond license. And then we had to do it through Nintendo and now rares owned by my, like, it's a fucking, a yeah, fucking a mess, uh, with the rights, but apparently it's coming true. Do you have any thoughts? Cause I got one big one. I've got but, I've got two thoughts. One, didn't they already remake Goldeneye and nobody liked it? There was so you can Google this, but I be, I was working at GameStop and there was a Goldeneye on 
Wii. Yep, GoldenEye but Wii. But I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a remake, if it was a new game that had GoldenEye. I don't know, but there was a GoldenEye game on Wii. GoldenEye, 2000, uh, GoldenEye 007 2010 video game. Released on Wii, mm-hmm. Nintendo DS, PS3, and Xbox 360. Okay, so it was on everything. Reception. I don't know if it was just like a remake. Yeah, it has an 81 on the Wii version on Metacritic. Okay. Maybe it was a, a reboot. Oh, Maybe it was PlayStation the exact same Move compatibility on PS3. Nice. I bet oh, that was boy. awful. Yeah, yeah GoldenEye probably. 007 Reloaded. Um, second thought, Perfect Dark is the better GoldenEye. Mic mm. drop. So, yeah, GoldenEye's fun and all, but I'll, Perfect Dark did it better. Because it was literally the microphone. same. Like, the multiplayer was like, yeah. it was the same maps and all that shit, but just like cooler guns and shit. And, yeah, yeah, future stuff. I'll pick up that mic. And I will say this again, because I have a lot of friends who are into retro stuff and all that. That game does not fucking hold up. No. That game is hot garbage, hot fucking trash. And that's cool you're bringing it back, but I don't give a fuck because GoldenEye 007 is not a good game if you don't have nostalgia. I'm dropping the mic again. I'm going to pick that mic back up and say, hey. Here we go. (laughs) Hi. This is me on the ones and twos. I watched one. I've watched. Why are you holding the mic? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm holding my left hand. <laughs> this is weird to say, but I honestly think I've only ever watched one person ever play video games on Twitch, and it was one time. As like I have a, a podcast on a Twitch that people are watching. Mm-hmm. I've watched one person play video games on Twitch before ever in my life, and it was Matt from Rhode Island, and he played Goldeneye, the N64 game on Twitch. And I was like, this game looks bad. This is a bad game. It does not look fun. It does not hold up. Not a good experience. And that's the only game I'm going to drop. I'm going to put, I'm going to set the mic down. That's the only game that I've watched and I'm not excited okay. for it to come back. All right. I picked it up uh, off the table that you gently put it on. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, we'll see if a new version of this is good or revitalized or whatever. I know th- people will be nostalgic and they'll enjoy it. And nostalgia is a hell of a drug. It's dangerous because sometimes you're like, oh, that was paper mache that I was eating, not a hamburger. My nostalgia <laughs> blinded me. But, you know, I hope it's good. Whatever. We'll yeah. see. But apparently it's a real thing. So I hope those of you who enjoy eating paper mache hamburgers enjoy it. Put the microphone down. There you go. <sighs> a nerdy tabletop RPG is coming your way. Hey, Trevor, I'm talking to you, Whoa! you big nerd. It's from Jenny Zhang from GameSpot. I believe I'm saying the last name correctly. Zhang. Z-H-E-N-G. You can just say from the block. Here. Jenny from the block. What a good movie. Uh, Steamforge Games, maker of Dark Souls themes, board games, and card game, has announced the forthcoming Dark Souls tabletop RPG game. Uh, other details are sparse right now. There's no mention of well, whether it will adhere to familiar systems like D&D's 5th edition or how it will adopt the Dark Souls storyline. So, the guys who make Dark Souls real-life games are like, hey, we're doing a tabletop game, aka, you know, D&D, Pathfinder, whatever. It's like when you sit down with your friends and you make believe and you roll dice. So we're getting one for Dark Souls. And I saw this when I was doing my research, but also Trevor talked about it three minutes after it was announced. Yeah, I was gonna say, so. I'm looking back at Trevor's Twitter right now, trying to say, I'm pretty sure this guy was like in on it. <laughs> there was a lot of Dark Souls coming from Trevor for that day. It was great. Um, Steamforge Games Dark Souls board game currently sold out. Uh, was originally funded by Wiley Successful and Kickstarter 2016. So these guys have been in the game for a while. They're very successful. Like I said the nerds love it. Um since the Dark Souls board game release, Steamforge has gone on to partner with other studios to adapt popular video games into board games like Resident Evil 3, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Devil May Cry. So, very successful with what they do. They're continuing what they do with a big franchise that people like. 
So do you I got, have to I read? Got, do you have to read the item descriptions in the game in order to get any idea of what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Your person running the game won't tell you anything until you read the item description. He's like, okay, every time so you're like, hey, you found uh, the sword of the king, whatever plus three, and you're like, I'd like to use my turn to read the items description. <laughs> Absolutely. And anytime I think of an item description, because I, I just started watching RKG, which are the dudes who used to do work at IGN and do like prepare to try or prepare to die or whatever. Um, I've been watching because they played Dark Souls games. And all I, anytime I think of an item description, Dark Souls, like there's a British dude reading it out to me because that's all I can think of in my head. It's like, oh, the, the sunken king of the Iron Keep. And it was too hot because there was so much iron and it was molten and it sunk. Like, this means that. That's like, all right, British guys, I love you. So. I have a I have a question for you because I mean this is just this is the announcement they're making a Dark Souls fucking tabletop game yeah. play it or don't you fucking nerds but so there was one that was announced in 2021 based on Avatar: The Last Airbender which was like oh fuck that's real cool and one of my friends who I play D and D with is actually like communication with the dudes who are making that game like he's he buys like literally every fucking tabletop game like book ever made like he has literally like 500 books. Uh, so he's real good friends with those dude. I'm like, fucking awesome. After our last airbender, super cool idea for a tabletop game. It's like, you know, I'll be an airbender and you be a da-da-da. That's super cool. So think of any property, any game, movie, TV show, da-da-da. What would you think would be a cool tabletop oh. game? You can't say Dark Souls because it's made for nerds. But anything else? Can I say Dark Souls 2? JK, JK, no. JK, 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 JK. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. What do you got on your on the top of your, ra- your brain right now? Because I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So I have, I don't know, I think there might be a board game based on it, but not a tabletop game, but XCOM 2, just Mm -hmm. because, think of that, like, you get to build out, like, your resistance, and you have different character types, you know, like, in the game, it's like, oh, Grenadier, Sniper, da-da-da-da, you get special weapons, like, it's, everything you do in the video game is basically what you would do in a tabletop game, so I'm like, XCOM, baby, that would be awesome, and again, I believe there's a board game but I want a tabletop game I was, like along that same vine I, I started to think of like Fire Emblem like I don't care for the Fire Emblem properties but like if you could take all of those like completely identical clones of each other that are all just blue haired dudes with swords and like start mm-hmm. to give them a personality and start to make them your own and customize it and then like work your way through whatever you do in Fire Emblem that could be fun that would that would be really cool yeah I think that makes especially for like a Warhammer-esque where it's like oh I control an army which is basically what you do in Fire Emblem. It's like, oh, I control like you know, my groups of soldiers. So like that would that would work great. Um, another great one. So it's it's sort of it's so funny because he's right here underneath us. It's sort of a video game, sort of a movie, sort of a TV mega franchise. But a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog tabletop RPG. <laughs> you play all the little animals. Yeah, all those little animals the from the cartoon man. show and the, the comic yeah. books. Yeah. Why not? That could be fun. But I, would, I, I would spend the whole time just like wanting to be freaking Sonic or Knuckles. I would, Knuckles. I would want to be Knuckles. Mm-hmm. You could just be like Fingers, the Echidna. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's the action I take. Chad Fingers, the Echidna. Oh. And then fingers the Echidna the, Oh, God. That was awful. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Um, but yeah. Again, Game of Thrones, I think, would be the one that makes the most sense if there's not one. Because it's like, oh, big fantasy world where they fight monsters it's like that's literally just D, but yeah. more sex and killing children what about like a horizon zero dawn that would be cool that would be like a group of survivors going out into the wilderness yep fighting robo dinosaurs yep i can get down with that there's a lot of cool things you could do because tabletop rpgs are awesome so i'm glad we had that talk dope, that was really dope, fun dope. i enjoyed it Ooh, 
last. How about a Nick Nicktoons All Star Brawl, a fucking tabletop <laughs> game, or you just I play? We actually get. Yeah, you actually get voice acting because you'll be acting the characters. <laughs> but just have some zany adventure where it's like, hey, pick one of the 40 fucking Nicktoons dudes and fucking go like, here's some like pre-written adventures. But you, can't, like, have I all, be... you can't have the main dudes. You can't have Arnold. You have to have Dino Spumoni. You can't you have, to be Dino <laughs> Cat Spumoni. Dog. You have to have whoever else was in Cat Dog. Who Arnold else was in Cat you? Dog? The mouse. He's like, hey, uh, wise guy, and he lived in the and lived in the hole. I don't remember anything about Cat Dog. He's a he was a mouse who had like fucking plaid suspenders. Look it up. Like Google Cat Dog Mouse, and he'll be there. Cat Dog Mouse. Uh, he's like a blue mouse that I think had blue suspenders or um, plaid suspenders. But you could be, you could, yeah, because Angry Beavers was like kind of a B a B tier. You could be any of the Angry Beavers. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the, the yeah. He's like he looks like a landlord mouse. What's his name? Like Winston or some shit? Winslow T. Oddfellow. Winslow. There we go. Look at me remembering bullshit. <laughs> uh, I just want to play. So one of you can play Ren or Stimpy, but there can only be one of those guys oh, in yeah. the party. You yeah, can't be sure. Ren and Stimpy. It's Ren or Stimpy it's gotta, because it's both of them be is like too much. Disney movies. Like one of the parents has to die in the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. So like you can be Ren, but Stimpy has to die. Stimpy you can has be to cat, die. But dog has to die. And you have to drag his corpse around behind you. <laughs> Get and you still one. poop out his mouth because that's your butt and he's just dead awful 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 all right so for a final news story remember i talked about analytics because i fucking yeah. love analytics they tell you to always go for it on fourth down because your chances of winning the game are better anyways <sighs> holden has passed away so here's Rip. some numbers about 2021 this is multiple stories from ign part of them include nintendo numbers that's why holden is being mentioned uh, and celebration of the year that was Nintendo. This is multiple stories from IGN, by the way. I don't know if I said just multiple stories are from IGN. Celebration of the year that was Nintendo has shared indie games that were the best selling on its latest console. Uh, so as a list of games, they were I think it's like 15 best selling indie games on Nintendo. These aren't ranked by like which one sold better, but I'm gonna read off these 15 games for you, and you should check out basically every game on this list because there are fantastic video games that are indies. So Axiom Verge Two. I forgot the game came out this year. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Everyone forgot, but it's a thing. Curse of the Dead Gods. It's fucking Hades, except for in the Aztec stuff, and I absolutely loved it. This is another one that I'm like, oh, this one missed my list just because no one else played it, and it's like, I don't feel that bad about it, but it's very good. Cyber Shadow. Remember Cyber Shadow? Everyone was so no. interested. Cyber Shadow was published by uh, Yacht Club, the guys who did Hollow Knight, and it's basically Ninja Gaiden in the future. Where you're like cybernetic oh, ninja. Oh, yeah. Killing Fuck. people. Mm -hmm. Another game that I never assumed would ever be on a Nintendo console. Doki Doki Literature Club. Literature. <laughs> Literature Club. <laughs> Doki Doki Literature Club. Doki Doki. Which, that game's wild and very sexy and scary. But it's on Nintendo. So Most things sexy Eastward. are also scary. Yeah. If you're Tall if women. you're not doing things in the bedroom that scare you, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> they need to scare somebody. Either you, your partner, or the neighbors. Yep. Somebody needs to Somebody's be scared. Somebody's gonna be terrified. <laughs> uh, Eastward, which I believe Holden talked about, like wanting to like, but then it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. He said he was really high on it for a little bit, and then he's like, "There's not, there's nothing here." Yeah, which sucks to hear. Uh, Ender Lilies, quiet. Quietest of the Nights. I don't know what this game is, but I've heard most people talk about it at the end of the year. So maybe that's a good thing. Uh, Islanders Console Edition. 
Hey, if you got islands on your console, go for it. <laughs> this was the this was the twelve dollar version of Animal Crossing. Yeah, it was definitely like <laughs> knockoff. It's like, yeah. oh, this is Animal Island. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Everyone's a duck. <laughs> we couldn't afford to make multiple models. <laughs> Just ducks. Ducks and geese. Um, <laughs> but the geese are the same as the ducks. They're just a slightly like darker shade of gray. Yeah. Just yeah, darkened a little bit. Yeah. Uh, a name that I never got called in middle school, Littlewood. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. That was my nickname in high school. Oof. Did I say middle school? <laughs> yes. Mm, that's that's kind of yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, road ninety six. <laughs> uh, Slime Rancher Portable Edition. I don't know if it's supposed to be portable or portable. Slime Rancher is surprisingly really good game. Yeah, it's like a really small game. Uh, that two is coming out next year. Um, it has nothing like, to do like, with Dragon Quest, right? I don't know. No, it's it's just like no, it's just generic slime stuff, but. It's a game that it's like, oh, I've heard of this random game. I think it was like a Games with Gold game, but it's on everything. Yeah. But it's like, oh, yeah, they sold like 5 million copies, and like, I've never heard of this game. But people oh, yeah. Love it. I remember people talking about this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spunky 2, which is, I actually know Spunky. That's very cool. I like that a lot. Stick Fight, the game, which I've heard good things about. Uh, Subnautica plus Subnautica Below Zero. Those games are really cool. If you want to be scared underwater, play Subnautica, because oh, that shit is me. awesome. Uh, yes, very sexy, very scary. Uh, <laughs> Tetris Effect Connected, which is fucking great. Oh my god! If you've not played Tetris Effect Connected, do it. That was the the free one, right? Or no, Tetris Effect was the free thing. No, Tetris Effect. Is Tetris the... Effect Connected was on Game Pass. You're right. One. That's right. That's right. And PSVR. But is oh man, if I like PSVR Tetris, version, I played the demo yeah. of it in PSVR, and it's just like, oh my god, this is another one of those like Zen cool experiences playing Tetris. But I just don't like Tetris. Connected was the PSVR one, but then they added multiplayer and added new tracks to it, and then that was on the next gen of consoles. So it's that game, but for, I mean, just more content. It's very good. I'm with you. It's it's beautiful, and but uh, yeah, you guys like Tetris because that's what it is. And then last, unpacking because fucking it's great. Come on, yeah. let's be honest. Uh, more analytics. You should always go for two points instead of a field goal. Your chances <laughs> of winning greatly improve. Most watched games on Twitch. So this is for the year 2021. Most watched, most popular. Da 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 da. We've got all the numbers for Twitch. You nerds who like to watch people play video games. I am one of them. Uh, the most popular game on Twitch, all around, in hours watched, was Grand Theft Auto Five. Remember the game that came out ten years ago, the little oh, indie hit? Yeah, two generations ago. Still going. Um, I probably would attribute some of it to, well, GTA is always fucking popular. I think the GTA RP stuff kind of took off this year where people were playing GTA online, but like, yeah, you didn't run around killing people. Like you're like, oh, I'm a fucking chef or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, we had the Dr. Dre um, stuff come at the very end of the year. So that was, but I, I'm guessing the RP was probably a big part of it. GTA 5 had a total of 2.1 billion hours watched in 2021. Um, that's 1.3 billion more hours than last year, oh which only God. reached 764 million. So a lot of fun. It's 1.3 billion hours more. People were more watching oh video games more this year than last year when there was a lockdown. Whoa. It's kind of crazy. Was GTA 5 also, you might not know this, was it also the highest one last year? No, it was not. Okay. I believe I don't I don't have this in here, but I believe in the story. I think it was like up there, but I don't think it was number. I think number one was like Dota two or some shit like that. Gotcha. Um, overall, GTA five was the second most watched category on all of Twitch, following the top category just chatting, which 
everyone knows it's like podcast and fucking people. Do you right. do that for like card openings and shit? When people open like Pokemon cards, it's just chatting. Never, I've never. Here's here's the thing. I only watch Twitch to watch like press conferences, like E3, Golden Eye, and press conferences, and, and Golden Understandable. Eye. Yeah, and <laughs> and get this: the most exciting thing of all. Sometimes Dallas will point a phone camera at his 3D printer while it prints for 15 hours, and I'll watch that. <laughs> you did watch that. We watched that. We both watched that together. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh. All right, so, okay, here we go. And second place this year was last year's number one, which was League of Legends. My bad, not Dota. League of Legends with 1.8 billion hours, up from last year's 1.4. So everyone's getting more time. Yeah. Um, then they were followed in order. So it's Grand Theft Auto V, League of Legends, Fortnite, Valorant, Minecraft, Call of Duty Warzone, Counter-Strike, uh, Apex Legends, and Dota 2. So that's your your top games. And again, the hours are fucking jacked up. I totally uh, forgot Valorant's most, a thing. I love that. It's getting so much yeah. attention. It gets all the love. Yeah, it's number four on that list overall. Uh, number five after just chatting when girls. Uh, was that the was that the whole bikini hot, hot tub, tub thing? Yeah, probably in just chatting. <laughs> yeah, just chatting. Maybe make your money, girl. I'm proud for you. Uh, the most popular brand new game was New World, which was the Amazon MMO, which had uh, 259 million hours and was the 18th most watched Twitch. So the that is the most popular new game, which is it's crazy when you think about Twitch. Because it's definitely the mainstays. Like, there will be, like, a little bit of an uptick. Like, Returnal comes out. It's like, oh, there's people playing this. Or Resident Evil. But the fact that New World was number 18, was the number one new game. Like, those new games. Like, you've got to establish yourself before Twitch people give a fuck. Like, I mean, basically be multiplayer and nobody cares is also the other thing. Um, I guess that's why, that's why streamers, like, they, they keep going back to those same... Like mainstays, because that's what people watch. That's what people want to see. That's what you want. GTA Five, they want to see Valorant, they want to see Fortnite, and then so like it takes a company saying, "Hey, we'll we'll pay you a ton of money to please, dear God, play our game," because it's a big, Mm -hmm. it's a big sacrifice, a big risk to say, "All right, I'm going to play something other than what people want." Yeah, run me, you know, fifty thousand dollars, and I'll play your game for one day, and then I'm done, and that's more eyes than you're going to get on the rest of the year. So fucking give me my money or however much they take. Um, So in total. Twitch also boosted its overall hours watched this year, rising 45% Holy from 17 shit. billion 17 billion last year to 24 billion hours watched this year. Uh, Facebook gaming saw similar growth, also rising 47% from 3.6 billion to 5.3 billion this year. I forgot Facebook gaming was a thing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I know you like said one that person. Like, oh, yeah. I guess people do I, that. I know one person who streams there, and it's like, okay, dude, I guess have fun. So that's the numbers. Streaming is up. People are into it. And again, it's weird because people were allowed to go outside this year compared to last year. But they're like, no, I want to watch more video games. Yeah, so. well, they, they got a taste last year. And they're just like, mm, I like this staying inside thing. They got I a, think I'll do that a lot more yeah. next year. They got addicted to fucking sitting inside and watching streaming. Yep. They, they were like, I was forced, but now I want to. Yeah, I'm going to do it because I want to, not because you told me to. <laughs> exactly. So that's all the news stories. But that's not it. What? Oh, no. There's one more thing. Chad, tell everybody what we're doing. Ooh, child. We're going to do Things predictions. Gonna... It's about this time of year where we do a predictions of what we think is going to happen in 2022 in gaming. We do it every year. We think about what's going to happen in 2022. We talked about it last year. We talked about it 30 years ago. We just yep. 2022, is, 2022 is a big year in games. Uh, so we each brought three adam brought seventeen thousand predictions i brought, I brought extras just in case <laughs> uh but i real quickly found 
my predictions from last year, and I've subsequently lost them. There we go, 2021 predictions. I just wanted to check in on, I did five last year. I wanted to check in on how well I did last year looking at 2021, and then we'll talk about both of our lists for this year. Um, so my first prediction last year was a new Nintendo Switch variant will be announced after March 31st. Boom! When did it get announced? Switch was OLED? Was it in the summer? I think it was in the summer. I feel like it was summer. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was in the I summer. I mean... You were good Let's regardless. See. Why did Switch. you choose March 31st? Because day afterwards. the Mario stuff was exclusive. Like it would, you could no longer get it as of March 31st. Like it goes into oh, the okay. vault forever. So you're like, so like, hey, everyone you. buy a Switch right now because Mario's only here till March 31st. And then after all those suckers bought Switches, like, hey, here's the new good good. Here's a new one. Makes sense. I mean, that, that's a Nintendo ass move. So uh-huh. that's a good um, bet. <laughs> Nintendo Switch OLED. It went on sale in October. So yeah, it had to be the summer. So. Yeah, Boom. Yeah. A fucking socket future. Got one point. E3 will be back this year as a digital experience with most major players involved, again, including Sony and Microsoft. Did not get so did not get that. Yeah, Sony was like, we're doing state of play oh, yeah. two days before. It's like, well, I guess that doesn't count. Third one was Marvel's Avengers will go free to play with unlockable characters being microtransactions or in-game currency, but free for anyone who's already purchased the game. They should have done that, but they didn't. Yeah. I've heard rumors about something in that game. Ooh. Oh, there was a character, right? Yeah, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Shulk. Uh, Fourth one was Amazon will include Luna as part of Amazon Prime, and Xbox will answer by partnering with another major video streaming service as part of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Neither of those things happen, and Luna has disappeared from the planet. It's still a thing. Just (laughs) no one ever talks about it. Yeah, nobody. Unless you're paid to. My last prediction was Epic will lose its case against Apple. Which, of all of the things in that case, Apple lost on one thing, and that thing even got delayed like two weeks ago, and Epic lost everything else. So I'm going to mark that as a win. A win for me, a loss for Epic. Because the thing you were talking about was the thing that they lost. Right? The thing you were... Were you referencing the whole court case or the the one thing that we cared about? Uh, I was going to reference, like, as a whole, Epic loses the court case. Gotcha. Um, and then the one thing that they won was like, hey, you have to include third-party payments. Or like the one thing that they won is that like, hey, Apple and Google Play, you now have to include a link out to third-party payment services in your apps so mm-hmm. people can bypass in-app purchases. And then like two weeks ago, like that got delayed by like six months at least. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, that should be an arbitration for fucking years. Yeah. And then like in 2028, you can finally click out and buy stuff out of a different app. It's yeah. like, all right, awesome. So that was the predictions from last year. I got two out of five. Not bad. What was your Halo one from? Your Halo TV show one? That was from years ago. <laughs> it was a long time years ago. Years ago. And, and I, you said at the end of 2021. Yeah. Is when and that so pres- I think it wow. was like as bullish as I am on, on Uncharted not actually being real. And they just like took a bunch of photos somewhere and they're pretending the movie exists. I was that mm-hmm. way about the Halo TV series. Because it was again in production hell forever and transferring between all these yeah. things. And so I said, it doesn't, it's not real. And to prove it to you, let's pick a date in the future. By the end of 2021, mm-hmm. if it still doesn't exist, if it's not real, if we can't watch it, then it doesn't exist. And that gotcha. date came and went. And we don't have a Halo TV series to watch. We have a commercial for something that looks like it could be a Halo TV series. That's what they want us to believe. Mm. Still probably not real, though. Technicalities. I got you. All right. So you can see my list of seven things i can Should see I? your list of three I, mean, I can if i click over to it should i look at it well this is what i'm gonna add you already have three things in mind okay. right 
Yes. So look at my list and go ahead and bolden the stuff if it's the same, and then uh, I'll pick from the list of remaining. Just for me, and the audience won't know this. Okay. It's a big secret. Okay. I will. I'm going to bold this one because I have that one. Okay. Understandable. Um. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. You'll have to buy me a Steam Deck. Um, all right. I think that's it. I think that's Is all that we have. One? Okay, cool. I will pick three from the remaining, and then okay. you go ahead with your three. Okay. So you go first. Oh, you want me? Uh, sorry. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, oh yeah, you're good. I'll start with the shortest and go and end with the longest. The shortest. A Microsoft first party game will win Game of the Year next year at the Game Awards. Ooh. Yep. Interesting. Microsoft's going to hit big this year, I think, with his exclusives. We're finally going to see all these studios start churning out some good butter. <laughs> it's going to have one that wins Game of the that Year. Butter. Yeah. That good butter. They've got Starfield coming out. They've got Hellblade, Send a Sacrifice, maybe coming out. They've got they've got some good Redfall shit. looks good. Yep. I'm very interested. Here's my thing. I think that's an interesting one, but I'm not I'm not gonna push back at your prediction. Remember that weird ass cutoff date for game awards. So like Starfield like could literally whatever, come yeah. out like a day before and they're like, Oh, well, not enough time. Sorry. Yeah. But hopefully that one will go out early and people reviewers will get that or whatever. But I like your it's a it's a ballsy prediction. All right. So me next, huh? Man, these are so good. <laughs> I will say, I'll go ahead with my, my big one up here. Two big console exclusives won't make 2022. And if you want to be more specific, because that's more fun, I will name two specific games. I also, so I did console exclusives. So I'm going to say two big games won't make it. Well, we can, we can keep it as two big games, games won't make it. That's your prediction. And then like, if you want to throw I want to do console exclusives because it makes it harder. Okay. Because I was just going to say one of the Gotham's game doesn't make it because I think that... Uh. Gotham or Suicide Squad, yeah. but two big console exclusives won't make it. My bet is uh, Breath of the Wild two and God of War Ragnarok do not make it in twenty. God of War, Ra- you think it's going to push another year? Because that was supposed to be twenty twenty one. I know, Dang. but the minute they said twenty twenty one, I was like, that's not going to happen. And again, <laughs> I don't want it to happen. I would yeah. like that game to come out now, but I feel like that one could be like, oh, we weren't quite ready uh, in February 2023. Like, it won't be like a whole nother year, but I think it'll be just enough out of 2022 to not be considered 2022. I can be just there. I could have also chosen Starfield, but I feel like, I don't know. I just want to stick with a Nintendo one. I only chose two. If I would have said three, but I don't think three will. But I'm going to say God of War and the sequel to breath of the wild do you have two that you think won't make it oh i, I so many all the games every games <laughs> guess how it feels right it feels like a safe yeah. bet i mean we, we just got news Sailed and ring what was it final fantasy Sailed 16 ring, you got coward. delayed half a year or something like that half a year because of covid they just yeah. That, so. yeah i guess if i had to pick two that we know about uh, yes starfield and bayonetta 3 Oh God! Yeah, I forgot Bayonetta three even still exists, and that, that was talked about. Yeah, yeah, doesn't have a date. All right, we'll just see if that happens. All right, I don't want any of this to happen. Believe me, if they could all be out fucking tomorrow, I'd be happy. But that's not how shit works. Well, let me let me play right, some of go. these regrets that I have first, and then they can come out. <laughs> then we'll go to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what do you got? Number two, we won't see any new Nintendo console hardware or revisions this year. That means. 
like new hardware, like and we won't see an N64 Classic. We won't see like any Nintendo new console hardware. We definitely won't see a Switch 2. We won't see a Switch Pro. We won't even see like an updated model with better battery life or a better processor or anything like that. We're going to have the Switch Lite, the Switch, and the Switch OLED the entire year. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I also had this as one of my potentials. The only thing I see, maybe they're like, if they, like, we did change the battery on this, but I don't think it would be a new thing. And you're saying not even that, which again, I no. don't necessarily disagree Here's with. Here's the thing. They're they selling like crazy. Back back. They're mm-hmm. selling like crazy. It doesn't matter that they're not as powerful as everything else because they're now like anything that, that needs that power is being a cloud gaming version. And we're still like balls deep in the chip shortage right now, and it's impossible to get any kind of yep. technology. So there's no need to put out new hardware that no one else can get yet. Absolutely. Okay, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I absolutely agree. My number two. God, see, there's fun ones in here, and then there's silly ones. I'm gonna go with the fun. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the uh, fun one. Uh, another indie darling from Devolver Digital will make people's year-end game of the year list. I just think that that. That publishers gonna keep putting fucking bangers out. Yep. And just like this year, people were like fucking inscriptions, fucking great. Death Door is fucking great. I think Devolver Digital is gonna keep going, and they're gonna have a lot of people's lists. Were like, oh yeah, that Devolver game is like top of my list. So, put did you bank. did I miss reading this one or the one right below that? Did you just add that? Th- that's gonna be my last one. That's gonna be my last one. <laughs> I fucking love it. I missed that the first time reading through them. All right. Here's my here's my final prediction for the year. We're gonna get three new big gaming related vr focused headsets announced this year they might not come out this year but they're gonna be announced this year we're gonna get the psvr 2 we're Mm -hmm. gonna get the quest 3 and we're gonna get another big player having a wireless option that might be htc or valve or somebody releasing a quest competitor basically someone having a fully Mm. wireless option i think psvr 2 will it's we already i think we know it's still gonna be wired but I think it's going to be a single cable. It's not going to need a breakout box. It's not going to need a camera. It's going to have in-headset tracking. Quest 3 is going to be wireless. And then, yeah, whatever the other one is going to be. And I think PSVR 2 is going to be fucking incredible. That's it. Interesting. That would be interesting to see them double down. Everyone double down on VR. Because, I mean, yeah, like, Quest is very popular. PSVR sold super great. You know, people couldn't get their fucking hands on an index when Alex came out because, yeah. like, they couldn't make enough. So Quest 2 was yeah, also, like, one of the most popular pieces of tech this holiday season. Probably because yeah. you couldn't get your hands on a console. So, like, oh, I can't buy an Xbox. I can't buy a PlayStation. Might as well get a Quest. But, yeah, it was incredibly popular. Yeah. That, but it's still, I like, the Quest 2, I'm, I'm in this, like, s- this sticky spot. I was talking to Matt because Matt got a Quest 2 last week as well. And, like, Facebook is gross, and I hate supporting Facebook, and that's, like, the main reason why I haven't got it already. But also Quest 2, from a visual perspective, is still, like, subpar to PSVR, which is a PS4 generation thing. So, like, it doesn't, like, Beat Saber is not as detailed. It doesn't look as good. It doesn't have the same effects. Mm. Um, but it is wireless. That is the thing, though. Exactly. It's, not it's completely wireless, and that's else. the allure of it. So, like, I'm part of me is, like, yeah. I, especially after the pain of dragging out and connecting all the cables in the world and plugging myself into the Matrix, like, that's... That was enough to almost make me get a Quest 2 this week. and mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I this prediction, I'm just like, I think we're so close to just getting whatever the next generations of yeah. VR from next these companies generation. is that I don't want to Like you said, just now it's not even released, which I think is a smart yeah. move. Because, like, yeah, you can just talk about it and you know, that's all you need. Um, so very interesting. So I've got a couple. So I'm going to do my last real one. I'm going to name off these other ones because I think I had a fun time doing these. So everyone, <clears throat> imagine this. <laughs> Probably E3, <laughs> maybe before, maybe after. Fade up from black. 
There's a big castle in the distance. You notice, hey, those visuals seem to be 60 frames a second. Oh my god, so many frames. And then we get Bloodborne. Bloodborne <laughs> on PC, PS5, fade up from black, 60 frames a second. We get Bloodborne that doesn't run like shit because it's a fantastic game that just runs like booty water. So we're finally going to get that awful booby water. We're getting, again, God of War, Uncharted, fucking everything. All the big ones from PlayStation are coming to PC and getting PS5 upgrades. We're going to get it for Bloodborne. That's going to be this year. And again, I swear to God, if the actual trailer is fade up from black and we notice that the frames are higher and it's actually Bloodborne, I, again, that's a, I'll stand on my chair and do a fucking backflip. I don't care. I so it. I think we're going to get that Bloodborne patch this year, please, and thank you. It's like the only Very thing fun. on that PlayStation Plus collection that doesn't actually have a even a PS4 Pro patch. Like, mm-hmm. everything else on that thing has some kind of next-gen upgrade. Yes. All right, so now I've got some silly ones, just because I wanted to have fun, and I actually... <laughs> Chad's like, hey, we're going to do three-piece. I'm like, all right. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to copy, so I just did seven, just to be safe. Um <laughs> Baldur's Gate again these don't matter Baldur's Gate 3 goes 1.0 so full release considering people's game of the year list because again Larian great games it'll be awesome and I'll be happy to play Baldur's Gate 3 uh, somebody at some point in the year will post a picture of all three consoles available at the same time in the wild so some dude goes into Walmart and and the caption is holy shit and there's a Switch <laughs> an Xbox Series X and a PS5 all in fucking stores it can be one of each it doesn't have to be a bunch somebody will find it eventually because i'll randomly get on twitter and it's like holy fuck i saw one in the wild and it's like a ps5 and it's like fucking wild we're gonna see all three in one picture i hope uh, you're right man. i hope you're right yeah again chip shortage is still a thing but maybe it'll get a little bit better near the end of the year um and then my last funny one is that chad will finally become a big fan of the actual best place to play video games and now you made a joke about steam deck who said it was pc I I don't I don't know. I, Steam Deck can have a lot of different operating systems on it. It might not be PC. Maybe I'll download an emulator for Sega Genesis. Yeah, I just want you to be the fan of the actual best place to play games. You know, you're a PlayStation guy normally, a little mm-hmm, bit of Switch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no, I was talking about a PC. You get yeah, you a PC yeah. <laughs> at some point. But that was that was the silly one because it is the best place to play video games. But that's tell it. You what, though my actual serious ones. If you get a PC and you put it mm-hmm. in a case that looks like a PlayStation 5, and you uh-huh. pair a DualSense with it, and you make the OS look like PlayStation 5, and then you make it play PlayStation games, I'll, I'll, I'll eat that shit up. And you get trophies. When you just, when you rather just have a better OS, though? Because the PlayStation OS <laughs> is not my favorite. You know, yeah, but I don't, I don't need, like, Clippy. I don't need Clippy telling me what games to play. Clippy hasn't been a, a thing for 20 years. <laughs> You're not doing it right. Then. They killed him. <laughs> they killed him a very long time ago. Uh, but yeah, those are our actual predictions. You know, you heard them. I had some joke ones. But that's it. That's the show. Well, Boom. most of the show. Wait! We've got one more thing. It's called Game on Game Show. The game on our game show. We play a game called Game on a Game Show on a Game Show. Game, 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 game. Adam. Nice. Yes. Fits very well because our game this year is called Goaty's Gone Wild. Ooh. We don't want. We don't want wild goaties. We want goaties gone wild. These young college girls. <laughs> warning, warning. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that's still, like, is that still on? No kids don't watch I think that TV. guy got in real big trouble. <laughs> the guy who did that, I think he got in real big trouble, legal trouble. I've got 20 games here that all mm-hmm. won game of the year at 
GDC. We've talked about Game Awards all the time, and we never look at GDC Game Awards. So these are Game of the Years according to GDC, the Game Developers Conference, which happens usually in March each year. Now here's the twist on it. I'm not just going to read you the game and you reminisce on it. I'm going to make it wild. I run each of these games' names through a thesaurus. And so... (sighs) Uh, some of them I had to take some liberties with because they have like very recognizable or like proprietary names. So I had to like get creative, but I took all of the, these things, ran them through with the stories. I'm just going to read it and just see if you can guess what it is. Okay. Oh no. Hold on. Does something happen? <laughs> it's not updated on my Mac. Oh, made it to my, made it to my iPad. Cody's gone wild. Oh, no. Okay, so I don't have all 20. We're going to do... Okay. There are some here that are blank. Uh, but we will, we'll do like 15 of them because that's all that updates. Yeah, just give me what you got. No big all right. deal. We're going to start all the way back in the year 2000. Thinking about 2000, what came out? Game of the year. The thesaurus... The Gone Wild name. That's what we're going to call it. The Gone mm-hmm. Wild name is Replicas. Hmm. I can give you some hints as you start to get stumped. Yeah, because I'm stumped already. Repli- which would be replicas. Uh, so fucking, and this is a game of the year. For, so I don't fucking know. Give me a, give me an idea. Uh, this is a game th- that is popular more so with casual gamers than hardcore gamers. Mm-hmm. It's like not clones. Not that doesn't fucking make sense. Um, twins. No, I don't know. Clones was a word that came up when, in the thesaurus, but I chose replicas instead of clones. Yeah, I just can't think of what would be replicas. And 2000 is because I was 10 years old, you know, like it's it's yep. tripping me yep. up. 2000 is 20 years old. Yeah. It's when Harry Potter came out, apparently. Um, this one, I'll give you one more hint. It, the iconic image from this is a green emerald, like thingy mm-hmm. over top of a person's mm-hmm. head. Sims? Yes. This is Sims. The Sims. Sims is replicants, huh? Replicas. I mean, replicas, I guess you're replicating man. real life. Yeah, and uh, the thesaurus. You know, this is just what, yeah, the thesaurus. The thesaurus is weird. Thesaurus. This one's going to be a little bit easier for you, I think. Two thousand one. This Gone Wild game title is Ambitious Extortion Wheels Three. Ambitious <laughs> 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 Extortion Wheels. <laughs> oh yeah, GTA Three. That's a yep. wow. Extortion Wheels. God, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Ex- ambitious extortion is just i'm gonna name like an album after that yeah ambitious, ambitious extortion. extortion you're gonna have a um, an ape nft as the cover album oh yeah um Worth so much money 2002 this is one of the ones that got i guess deleted between my phone and the computer but it doesn't matter because i remember this one because it was so good you probably won't get it though 2002 the best extraterrestrial <laughs> the best extraterrestrial the best extraterrestrial I just want to say, like, the good alien, but that doesn't even make any sense. No. Um, yeah, give it to me. What is it? I'll give you a hint. Came out on GameCube. Okay. Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> uh-huh. Female protagonist. Extra- yeah. First party Nintendo. Uh-huh. It's all blanks, dude. Like, what I'm thinking of, I'm thinking Beyond Good and Evil, but that's not it. Like, what the fuck no. is this? This one is Metroid Prime. If it's something Metroid, but that doesn't make any sense. It's Metroid Prime. Prime I, being like the the, uh-huh. the best or the like pinnacle yeah. of it, and Metroid—that's uh, one that I had to make up. A, I guess the Metroids are aliens. Yeah, 
So because I'm like, alien. Samus isn't an alien. But yeah, you make you're making sense. Okay. All right. All right. Metroid shouldn't one. be the thesaurus. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. 2003. I think you'll get this one just because of the cadence of the words, but it's also fun. Luminary struggle, horsemen of the decrepit Commonwealth. Fucking excuse me. <laughs> horsemen of the decrepit Commonwealth. Luminary struggle: colon, horsemen of the decrepit Commonwealth. I'm real bad at this game. So I'm thinking of like the four horsemen kind of a thing. But I don't... Fu- horsemen of the decrepit commonwealth is really fucking me up. <laughs> uh, think about... It's like cavaliers. Um, think about horsemen. Like what, what piece is a horse on a chessboard? Think about that. Knights. Okay. Mm, okay. Knights of the commonwealth. So is it Knights of the Old Republic? Yep. Yep, Luminary okay. Struggle, Horsemen of the Decrepit Commonwealth is Star Wars. Luminary of Struggle! The <laughs> Luminary Struggle! <laughs> God. Horsemen of the Decrepit Commonwealth. Man, yeah, no, that makes sense. The Luminary Struggle is what threw me off. Yep. All right, 2004. Fraction Growth 2. Fraction Growth. It's like broken something, right? Broken, broken big two. Breaking big two. Uh, Tom Hanks falls down and breaks his ankle. <laughs> Maybe give me a give me a clue for this one as well. I need clues. Sure. Yeah, tonight. this one. Uh, it is like one of the most popular games of all time. You were mm-hmm. required to download a proprietary game launcher on your PC to play it. Uh-huh. And it is now the number one place where people buy PC video games. Is it Half-Life 2? It is Half-Life 2. Fraction Growth 2. What was that again? Fraction Growth 2. Fraction. So, I guess. Yes. Yep. I suppose. The sources, man. The source is real weird, man. (laughs) 2005. Gloom of the Hercules. Hmm. Gloom of the Hercules. Fucking. Uh, I was going to say God of War, but that would be backwards. Uh... Gloom of the Hercules. Any hints? Yep. This is a PlayStation 2 game. First, uh, not first party, but exclusive to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Gloom of the Hercules. And it's not God of War or anything. Heaven, no, Heavenly Sword would have, that have been way later. Um, I don't know. Uh, it is a game by Team Eco. Okay. So, Shadow of the Colossus. Yep. Colossus. Colossus. Shadow yep. of the Colossus. It is Shadow of the Colossus. Gloom of the Hercules is Shadow of the Colossus. The Hercules is what tripped me up. Yeah, yeah. And there were some other ones. There was like Titans and Giants and things. But like, uh, those are going to be too easy. Giant, so I Giants, those. I would have got immediately if you would have yeah. said Gloom of the Giants. I'm like, oh yeah, Shadow Colossus for sure. Yeah, Hercules. All right, me up. 2006, Tools of Battle. Uh, Tools of Battle in 2006, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking something of Tools of Battle is what's getting me. Swords of War. I'm just naming mobile games at this point. Actually, <laughs> like the most generic fucking anything you can give me. Yep, this was a first-party Microsoft game on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. It was oh, like Gears of War. Yes, Gears of War. Yep. Okay. Okay. I All understand. right. 2007. Gate. In 2007. Yep. So that was a big year. It was a really big year. All the good stuff came out. But and so did this game, Gate. The Gone yeah. Wild name is Gate. 
gate. So what's something like a gate? A fence? <laughs> a lock? <laughs> Not a halo, because you would have said gate three if you were talking about halo three. I don't even know if that was 2007. God, 2007 was a big year. Orange box, fucking mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. you give me here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said mm-hmm. orange box. Mm-hmm. Portal? Yes, Portal is the game. Portal specific. That's so, see, I would assume that Orange Box would have won that whole award, not just Portal itself. No. GDC, man, they're but weird. I like that. Yeah, uh, two thousand eight. Yeah. After Effect three. <laughs> After Effect, well, something someone was editing a video. Uh, <laughs> two thousand eight. After Effect. Hmm, so. Hmm. Any, you're gonna have to give me clues for most of these, bro. I'm um, not good at this. This one is uh, an open world game. Uh huh. Real Brown. Yep. Yep. You're uh, naming the early 2000s. Uh, it's, it's got a a janky combat system that's improved by mm-hmm. kind of freezing time a little bit and being precise. Well, you said After Effect three. After Effect three. Yes. After I want to say Fallout three. Yes, it is Fallout three. Yes. Oh, After Effect is one word. Yes, sorry. One Got word After you. Effect, yes. Because I was thinking literally like After Effects. It's like, oh, these are... Okay, After <laughs> Effect 3. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I would have... Yeah. Uh, yeah, very brown. We've very got brown five more on here. And the other ones are, okay. are currently on my phone. There's seven more that didn't show up on my uh-huh. Mac, but they're on my phone that's currently being used as my camera. Which so is your maybe, camera. Maybe we'll just save them for like next time and use them. At, yeah. Know, I still phone. won't get them, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, five more. 2009... Hidden two betwixt burglars. <laughs> you fucking stop. <laughs> Hidden two betwixt burglars. Yeah. Hidden two. So I'm gonna say hidden. So like stealth or um, not Splinter Cell two. That doesn't make any sense. That also won't win that award. Uh, any clues? Hidden two betwixt burglars. PlayStation three exclusive game. Uh huh. Hidden two. Uh, a charted, uncharted two among thieves. Yes, betwixt burglars. uncharted and in hidden. I did the betwixt burglars was like that's something about thieves, but I was like the first word. Okay, uncharted. That was what two thousand nine. You said two thousand nine. Yep. When did the first uncharted come out? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven, I think it was. Okay, that was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, because it came out on the console, and the console came out in two thousand seven. Um, betwixt burglars. Twenty ten. Maroon. Lifeless atonement. Uh, so I want to say red mm-hmm. is the first word. Mm-hmm. What was it? Lifeless maroon. Atonement. Lifeless atonement. Red, 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 red. Can you give me some clues? I know red's the first word. Yes. Um, it is a game. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away too easily. Um. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like it, and I don't. That doesn't very doesn't help me very very popular game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Yes, Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Ah, that's right. For some reason, you don't have good taste. That's right. <laughs> Here's the thing about that game, because I know you didn't like two a lot. Which two is one of my favorite games ever made. Uh, best game of that year, actually. But I am a ten year old boy in the fact that I love pirates. And I love cowboys. So anything with pirates and cowboys, I'm like, fucking let's go. And it just happens to be made by Rockstar. So yeah. it's like, oh, an actual good game with cowboys. If Rockstar made a fucking pirate game, 
I don't know what I would do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cowboys just don't do it for me. I'm just not a cowboy I fan. I love cowboys, They're just stinky, man. sweaty people who ride horses and shoot people for no reason. Yeah, and they shoot people with six but pirates. It's great. They do it for me, but they are also just stupid, They're sweaty, also just stinky, stinky weird men dudes. who yeah. kill people for no reason. I don't know. Maybe it's the, the same fact person. they're on a boat, not a horse. Yeah, that's I what it is. I hate horse butts. All right, three more. We have to skip 2011 because that's one of the blank ones. Mm-hmm. 2012. This, this one's going to be very hard. Adventure. Uh-huh. Can you give me a clue? Yes, this is an indie game, and it was notable that it won Game of the Year because of Journey. Indie game. Yes. Boom. I remember that. That was a GDC. I remember, didn't like IGN give that their game of the year as well? I that was a big so. thing. There was like, like was fucking like what? Game Indie games? Yeah. As if yeah. GDC is not the actual game of the year. Come on. Um, yeah. All right, 2013. Two more to go. 2013. The finale of Everyone on Our Side. Ugh. The Last of Us? Yes, it was The Last of Us. There is nothing. The finale of Everyone Put on the our word side. us into the thesaurus and it was like, there is no other word for us. Sometimes people use yeah. we. Them that uh, yeah, there's like a bunch of small words. Yeah, yep. The finale. The finale is the one that got us. Oh, last. Like yeah, fucking yep. Last of us. Let's go. All right, last one for us for today. 2014. This one might be a little tough. Average Gaia, gloomy mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so it's something Earth. Well, you said average Gaia. Yep, average Gaia, gloomy mountain. So, this is the one I had to get so a little some- creative with as well. Something Earth. You're going to give me a clue for this one. Sure. You I like would say this After Earth, but I know that's wrong. Hmm? You like this game a lot. That doesn't help me. I like everything. <laughs> um, average Gaia. You're going to give me something else. I know um, you're probably going to spoil it, but I'm not smart at this point. Mountain is the word that I had to get creative with because it was a proprietary like name of something. Mountain? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You say I like uh, it, but I can't think of it. It is a licensed. It is. It's based on a licensed IP. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's very old books. Which mountain? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's featuring the Rock. It has many you... little people races in it. It has magical wizard races in it. It has orc people. I would say Lord of the Rings, but that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a video, what video game, though. Lord of the Rings, Battle no, for Middle no. Earth. Uh, you're you're kind of there. Or almost. is it Return of the King? No, no. Battle it's for not, Middle Earth ter- Two. It's it's in that world. It is not specifically Lord of the Rings. Okay. Something mount. I'm gonna give you this one because I have. All right, no this is this clue. is Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. What year is this? 2014. God, I can't believe it's been that long. That does, that game doesn't feel like it came out almost ten fucking years ago. What we got? Middle Earth. Mm, oh yeah, it's eight years ago now. That's the, well, I mean, we, the second one came out later, of course. Too, but yeah, yeah. Average guy, a gloomy mountain. That was <laughs> average guy, gloomy mountain. <laughs> I mean, yeah that that was a, a launch for Xbox One, PS4. Like that was like the first You're year. Right. Like that You're won right. a bunch yeah. of awards. Yeah. Because remember the last gen version? Like we don't have Nemesis system. Like why the fuck yep. did you play this video game on the last gen system? <laughs> Interesting. Good game. I'm not yeah, good at fun. word puzzles. That was fun. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll reveal the other ones of those next time after I can get them off my phone. That's it, everyone, for episode 239 of Respawn Aim Fire. If you were surprised by our game of the year, whoa, what? Who knew that it's was going to be it? Let us know. If you 
have other things that you thought were going to be game of the year that you liked that we didn't mention at all and you're pissed about, take a moment to think about it, breathe, and then maybe post a Twitter comment as well. Um, so yeah, reach out to us on Twitter at Respawning Fire. You also have homework like you do every single week. Go to patreon.com slash Respawning Fire. If you are a patron, which you can do for $1 a month, you can go and vote right now, right now, for our barf game for January. That's the backlog with res backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends game where we uh, have you all choose what game we're going to play from our backlogs and we're all going to play it together. Us, you, the world. And then we'll chat about it at the end of the month. You can also get dope wallpapers, play with us on game nights when we have them, etc, etc, etc. It's a good lineup of barf games this time. We got Alien Isolation. We got um, Hyper Light Drifter. We got... Ape Out. Dark Souls. And Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. Yep. So go vote on that. That poll's going to be up until Friday, and then we're all going to start playing. Your other piece of homework is to, you know, just do what makes you happy. If that's blasting yourself on the, ba on the balcony of your new Louisiana Nolan's home, fucking do it. As long as you're obeying all laws and no one can see you and there are no children nearby. If it means driving your car at the speed limit to a destination nearby in order to pick up a bunch of drugs. <laughs> Do that too, if, if that's what makes you happy, as long as you're safe and you're not harming others or yourself. Uh, until next time, though, that is, that's our show. So until next time, here's our usual sign-off. Kadoodaloodaloo. Kadoodaloodaloo.